This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode 88 of Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Bobville podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. You can check all out our links to the podcast in the description below or... Our form to the podcast is www.celticrumors.co.uk. We all Celtics to support us, discuss all things Celtic. On tonight's show, we will take a look at the latest transfer gossips around Celtic. Uh, some rumours of players linked with Celtic. We will go through a list of players that have been circling around the media. We will also look at the latest players released by Celtic Football Club last week. And while Celtic right to let them go or were they just simply not good enough? Mark Lawl is now in the house and we will look at what difference we expect him to make at Celtic and we'll be looking through the, the latest on Cameron Carter-Vickers and Yatter's contract situation. Uh, we'll, they haven't signed yet as everyone knows but myself and Mark will talk through us what we think is going on behind the scenes and also we'll be looking through the live chat. So if there's anything you want us to post please let us know. But before all that, I just before we hand the mic off to Mark for a few shout outs. There's a big shout out to Campsy Boy, Jabber Jabbers, Steph Boy, United Ireland, TB1888, and Welchie. Uh, two weeks ago, Mark's laptop crashed. Uh, I contacted Welchie on the forum and, and Discord, explained the situation to him, and we set up a fundraiser. And these lads, as they always do, uh, helped us out here with the podcast. They helped out Mark uh, with, with a new laptop. And just for myself, Mark, you deserve this. Uh, the lads stopped, stopped the lads on the Discord, knew that you dissolved us, and it was well dissolved. And look, we, we, we hope you enjoyed the laptop and it, uh, it'll yeah, help the podcast grow in years to come. So, big, big thanks to the lads. No, uh, definitely, definitely, Bob. Honestly, I, feel, I just feel so humbled by it. I've just, uh, you know what I'm like, Bob, mm-hmm. when it comes to things like that. I tell Welsh, you know, to do it, and he still went and done it. But really, all the guys you said there, thanks for the bottom of my heart. He's really. Help pull me out a bit of a hole, so I really, I really appreciate that, and so did my wife, Paul. Really, you know, what, you know, I've been saying it to you for days now. Yeah, so I really just you've kind of threw me there a bit, Paul, because I was going to bring, I didn't know you were going to bring it up. So just thanks very much to everybody that helped out. As I said, I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, so just back to our usual wee shout outs to Tim Alloy, uh, Richie, uh, a, a wee special mention to a Glasgow Green. He's no keeping too well the noose, I hope he can, he's feeling a wee bit better and can get her, whatever he's getting through the noose, I shout out to him, let's see who have we got in the live chat tonight, the Jabber's there, Th- Jabber, thanks very much mate for what you've done for us, your Stubbsy, Stubbsy, Mikey, Mikey if you want to come on just let us know mate, There's nebody, I don't think Terence is coming on is no, he Paul, no, no, he's so if you're not doing anything Mikey and you want to come on, 
Stubbsy, hail, hail, Stubbsy boy here, Brian in as well. I see Brian po posting a wee bit more regular on the forum and that as well, so that's good to see. And also, Mark, just one shout out to uh, TB uh, Ace because we haven't been on Discord for a while. Uh, it's actually his 49th uh, birthday today, I think. So, big shout out there to, uh, to, to TB's there. Happy birthday, mate. Uh, happy birthday, TB, mate. So, with rumours talking around again about players that will. Celtic was supposedly injured. One player that has popped up again is young uh, attacking midfielder Christopher Scott, a 19-year-old Bayern Munich player. Uh, as stated by my good self on episode 83, that Celtic were in seriously interested in him. Uh, a fee of around 250,000 sterling is rumoured to what Celtic have offered uh, for a player of 1.5, who was valued back at 1.5 million. This is a strange thing here, Mark, right? His contract is up on June the 30th, right? So I was looking into it. There's no uh, year extension on it from Bayern Munich. Do you get me? There's nothing aye, there. Aye, aye. Seems so to be a quite a common thing these days. Yeah. But well, they never seem to tell you. Yeah, but the team that I'm looking at, Mark, is because Celtic are so 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 interested in this lad, and there's, there's actually a lot of teams from France and Spain actually looking at him, that I think that this is why Celtic actually put in this bid, that Bayern Munich said to them, if they put in uh, this bid, that they'll get the player. And I think he wants to join uh, Celtic as well. But... It's a, it's it's a strange remark that Celtic are going for a player that is, is his contract is up on June the thirtieth. But I do, Paul. To, to put that probably mean it's, it's like it will it'll be like I said it'll be like similar to be Karamoko Dembele's situation. Mm -hmm. There'll still be eh, there'll still be money money due on that contract. You know what I mean? While the other day when there was a there was a question on the forum about it and. I actually asked Dead Two to help us out with a bit. I don't think he picked it right upright, but he said to me backstage on the budget we use it. If there's money, he says there's money. Obviously, there'll be money due because he's the development fee or training compensation. That's the thing, so Mark, because he's but still they try involved. And, they try and negotiate that. Yeah, that's what that's Ed Two says. They try and negotiate that fee without having to get down the actual kind of route of dragging UEFA and all that into it with because mm -hmm. they've got they've got a formula kind of thing that they use to work it out, and it depends. It's like see see uh, young Dembele leaving Scotland. The UEFA formula wouldn't come up with as much money as it would for Scott because he's coming for like a higher rate at league. That all comes mm -hmm. into it and stuff like that as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just, so, it's so basically just a key. Aye, yeah, that, I think that's what we'll be trying to sort out, just to save it. It's made, years ago, they used to call it like going to a tribunal. I mean, mm -hmm. they used to get transfer tribunals that set a transfer fee and that. I think it's just to save all that, that the clubs actually did try and negotiate it out themselves. Mm -hmm. So he's 19 years of age. Um, he signed from Bob Munich uh, from Bayern Leverkusen uh, by then manager. Hans Fickel, uh, who whom I highly regarded this player as a as a great talent, uh, straight down to the youths. Mark he came into them when he was sixteen years old. He broke on shoot on the seventeenth, on the eighteenth, on the nineteenth, 
and under 20s. I know he's last season he was involved with the the Bayern Munich reserves. At the time when he signed for Bayern Munich, the exact words from uh, Hans was a, a promising young player who 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 dribbles, who's fast, who looks for space, and I've highly I've highly great hopes for for this young player to break in. As we know, Hans left Mark. He left Bournemouth to take up the role in um, in Germany, and that that seems to be the problem for Scott now. Is that in the last year of uh, Hans uh, Hans's uh, year at Bournemouth, Scott was actually breaking into the first team. He got promoted to the first team squad. He was trained with them. He played two competitive games him as a sub, and he thought that next season he'd kick on. But then, as you know, Hans left, he joined uh, Germany and in came Nicholsmann, who basically marked in. As, as we know, was, as we see Mark, he didn't bring young players through. He, he went away, he spent money, he bought players from Blue Sea Diamond, he bought players from Bayern Leverkusen. And, and that's a, a, what we saw, Mark, at Celtic. It's a similar situation, Mark, what we, do, what we did over the years is that it stopped Scott then from breaking through to the to the first team, he was basically thrown back down Mark to to the reserves, and and this practically pissed off Scott. It pissed off his agents. Uh, he's a German international Mark. He played for Germany on the 16s, 17s, 18s, 19s, 20s. Definitely got a good pedigree about him. No, no doubt about that. Just stubs you saying Paul Jenkins first team ready. I don't know that much about him, Paul, well, but I reckon him, Mark, I think he'd be in the squad anyway, Paul. I'm looking at Mark, right? And I'm looking at what I'm reading, like, is that uh, Matali, is it? Matali, Mark, is it? Mali Boy, is it? 67 on the. Aye, Mali Tali, aye. Mali he asked the same question, like, he, he, like, and the, he asked, like, he's been playing youth level, and he's been playing level two and level three for Bob Munich. Like, is he ready? Like, but we've seen. Youngsters this year come in under Ange Mark who, who have been ready. Well, he's the same age as a bad haven't exactly. he? Nineteen. So, so you look at Mark, like Bayern Munich's youth system is like our Colts team. Is uh, we're talking about Bosman Law Mark that we expect him to break into the first team next season. So so what's the, there's no difference. Like if we sign a player from Bayern Munich's youth system, that doesn't mean he's not ready. No. Not, like, not 19, Paul, and I mean, I'm kind of running the Scottish game down, but a 19-year-old, if he's good enough to have made even a couple exactly. of appearances for Bayern Munich, he'll be good enough for the majority of the, the, majority of the games in the SPL. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I think he'll be, I think he'll be in, I'm not saying he'll be, a, regular, he'll be a, a regular starter, Paul, but I think he'll, get, he'll, be on, he'll start a lot of games on the bench and I think a lot Mark, of game be, time. I think, Mark, looking at the way he plays, he could p- provide... Support for O'Reilly and Hayase in that area. You know that Roderick is gone. He could he could be the one that will be Rogic's replacement that kind yes, of thing. That's what I'm thinking, Mark. Yeah, because he's he can play both wings, left and right. But his main position is an attacking midfielder. So it's either in the midfield attacking, or it's going to be Roderick. I think or behind the number ten role, Mark is what he really likes. So I think he could be Mark. Maybe the player that is looking uh, to, to replace Roderick with 
You know what I mean? If if it's not right away, Mark, that he, he will come in there in the future. And there, you know? I, th- I think Turnbull will get the game time that Rogich was getting, Paul. I don't think so, Mark. Yeah, you know, no. I can see this fella looking what I'm reading of this fella, Mark. I think he'd be more suited. Maybe one of these things in signing Paul is that he gets like kind of guarantee of game time. He's, he's maybe no, maybe as I said, uh, maybe no a starter of that Paul, but mm-hmm. he's not going to. He, right there, he's, he's kind of fell out and took a wee bit of the huff of the way him. Munich kind of flung him back down the. They don't want him to leave, Mark. That's the problem. I know, I know. They don't want him to leave. He's not going to take that stance against a club besides the Bayern Munich to come to Celtic to sit in the youth team or anything like that. Exactly, Mark. Why why is he going to leave Bayern Munich if if he's going to be thrown out to a courts team here? No. And we're not even guaranteed there's going to be a courts league. I know, that's another thing as well. we'll 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 touch on that actually in a minute, Mark, before we finish. But I think, Mark, if you look at him, and what I've read about him is he's an Ange player, out and out. He's fast, likes to dribble with the ball, and likes to, something like Kyogre Mark, likes the ball to come into him and likes to do it on the turn and then run. Constantly looking for space, Mark, that is that, that he'll be able to bring in more players into the team. So he, he's like Kyogre, like Kyogre Mida. About a Yasama players that we had who just don't don't stop and they're constantly run. I think Mark, like the players valued at one point five million Mark at nineteen years of age, and he's not even in the Bomb Munich starting lineup like that with a price tag like that, Mark. And if you're not getting your game, there, there must be something good about you if you're valued Aye. at one point five million, Mark. Did you see Paul Bayern Munich are not keen to let him go, sir? Mm. He obviously you- knows that he's a decent enough player in they could come through the Bayern Munich system like that, Paul. Again, they compare coming through a system at Bayern Munich to coming through. We've spoke about it with the young lads that have left Celtic to go to Bayern Munich. It's a different level, Paul. Mm-hmm. So when you're seeing a young player what's out of Bayern Munich and he's willing to come to Celtic, I think it's a good, a real big coup for Celtic to actually get him because there'll be a lot of interest in that young boy. There definitely will. Oh, yeah, Marcus, um, I think uh, Villarreal. Uh, looking at him, uh, the Seville, uh, Espanola looking at him, uh, Marseille looking at him. Uh, do I do any things, Mark? I can see ar- around Europe. Uh, that would be that's just like the bands that are public and getting rumoured about. Exactly. Paul, but yeah. there'll be plenty of teams. I'll have known that that boy was available. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Leverkusen want him back, Mark. There's Brucey Dortmund. Uh, the reason the then manager, um, was it Hans Hans Finkel, I think was his name, Mark. Wasn't he the old? He's the German manager now, isn't he? Hansi. Aye. When he signed him, Mark, uh, he signed him as a 16-year-old and he convinced Bayern Munich that this fella would be going through the stages every year and he'd progress every year uh, at the club. And, and we're, we're constantly saying, Mark, about Celtic buying the, the best young talent that there is in Scotland, develop them. I know we're buying the best young talent, Mark. I think that's in Germany. Is is this lad like he's 19 years of age, Mark? And we have a manager now, Mark, who who believes in youth. This lad could be an unbelievable, an unbelievable size, Mark. What what we see, what Ange can do with players last season. Do you know what I mean? This could be a gem. You know. I I totally agree, Paul. I really do. So, 
you can see, to be honest, Paul, I'm a bit actually surprised that we're getting him. No, exactly. Or, it looks like we're going to be getting him. It's no finaliser that, but as I said, it's a bit of a coup. There was plenty of interest in the lad, and Celtic's done enough to convince him. Celtic were looking at him in January. So Celtic were looking. That's when he came. This isn't just a name that has popped up, Mark. I, I said it, Mark, when Barry was here, and I'm not trying to fucking blow my hole, but I said Celtic have scouted this fella last season five times. We've scouted him five times. Celtic scouts. So we're not just a name that's popped up. They've done the research. And they've done their homework. And actually saw the player through the videos, Mark, through the data, through everything. Like, I I think, Mark, this is going to be... Uh, like, if, if we're looking, like, you, you, they always say, Mark, uh, that you see Celtic fans now um, looking like a marquee signing, Mark, and stuff like that. Maybe this young, like, not that age, Mark, I know he's not a big name, but... But he could prove to be. He could be. That's what I'm saying, Mark. Like, we got Kyoga, Maida, Rio Hase... Like they want marking names, but they, they were marking names in Japan. Yeah. Look at a bad, a young boy, yeah. 19 coming in for a strange country, all the usual stuff moving for culture shock and everything. I mean, that must be one of the best debut seasons in a Celtic player in a long, long, long time. Without doubt. Without doubt, Mark. Like, I think, Mark, that this is... You're talking to, I mean, Scott, Scott Sinclair, you could probably say he'd, he'd that kind of effect on the team, but... I thought about it. He did his ups and downs, Paul, and be lulls, but he had an injury, he had COVID and all that stuff. But overall, overall for the season, for the first season, what a saying in that Lila Bad has turned out to be. It really has. Like, you look at the Bayern Munich reserves team, Mark, and you no doubt that they'll probably finish top four league. Oh, <laughs> I And he paid 46 games for them last season, Mark, for the reserves. But he just wasn't Happy Mark to spend another season down in the reserves leagues, well, especially if you've had a tasty the top exactly. team ball into it. It's a bit, but it's a bit. I've seen it happen with players at Celtic, and you do kind of feel a wee bit sorry for the likes of. You mean who was a young boy? Mind they came on and scored in Ronnie Dyla's last game. Mhm. Who's that um, again, Mark? Aitchison, Jack Aitchison. Yes, yes. No, I mean, I mean, I'll, you always like to see players in their academy coming through and making the first team. And, I'd not just at Celtic, any club's the same. If a player comes through the academy, they usually they've got a wee kind of soft spot in the, the fans' hearts just because of that kind of thing. But uh, there's just something Celtic need to look at as well, Paul. We spoke about that. And improving the turnover of players for the academy that are actually getting into the first team. Another interesting thing too, Mark, when I was looking through the, the Bayern Munich uh, youth players is 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 all lad who just mentioned that left Celtic to go to Bayern Munich was Liam Morrison, right? Uh-huh. His contract is actually up in June, thirtieth. Now we'll have to wait and see. Are you sure? Yes, June the thirtieth. His contract is up. There's an option of a year's extension mark in it, which actually hasn't been activated yet. No, Celtic were actually pissed off that. He left Celtic that time, Mark. There was uproar with the fans because we lost a highly talented player. Because I said, Mark, watch this space. Could uh, could Celtic look to bring him? I'm not saying it, but could they look to bring him back if no things activated? Mm, that's an interesting one, that, Paul. I didn't even know, Mark, till I was looking at this fella Scott and I was looking down 
the list of players and, and I saw Lee Morrison, I just clicked him to look at his um, profile and his contract expires the 30th of June with an option to buy, but it hasn't actually, I, I'm expecting it to to be activated in Mark. That's what a lot of the, the things people are saying, uh, that it will be activated, but if it's not, like Mark, I, I know dogs that Celtic, uh, uh, if they're looking at Scott, they're aware of Lee Morrison's contract situation as well, Mark. You know, that's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm, I'm not saying I'm doubting you, Paul. Just double checking that there. Are you joined Bayern Munich? Sixteen, Mark. He joins. He's there three and a half years. Three years. No, I'm talking signed. about Morrison. Yeah, he died there when he was sixteen. No, that's boy Morrison. Yeah. We gave to Bayern Munich. Would you say about his contract there? I. That's crazy, isn't it? He joined him the first of January. Contracting. She only signed in a six-month contract. No, Mark, he's gone from Celtic, Mark, about three years. The young lad, that's three years now, man. That's a long time since he left by. It's only weird. It only started coming to light because of what he said to the media here. He's gone actually three years. Who? Yeah. Liam Morrison. No, he's not. Yes, he is, Mark. Yes, <laughs> he's gone three years. Only did. To talk where we started talking in the podcast, Mark, is because he, he came out in the media and he was talking in the media about about his the lack of development in in at Celtic, and that's why he came out after Neil Lennon left. Mark, he came out, started saying stuff then that Lee Lennon practically blocked his Pat Ray and taught him. He's gone three years too. Three years, Mark, he's gone. No, he's not. Liam Morrison is out of contract with Bayern Munich at the end of the month. Should Celtic look to bring him back? That's what I'm looking at here now. What are you looking at? I'm looking at... Well, Paul, just Google his name there. One of the headlines, 4th of June 2021, Bayern Munich are planning for the future after completing the scene of Scottish teenager Liam Morrison for Celtic. Do you get a year's contract so often? But, but see, when you look at his, his profile on transfer market, Paul... It says he joined Bayern Munich on 2022. His contract expires in twenty in June the 30th, 2022. Here, I'll stick a link to that. Yeah, I have this. I have this. I have this. I have this. So, <laughs> was it only a six-month mark to see how he's going? So, was it? That's a weird... Uh, it's a, I mean... Will it be extension, Mark? It's a strange one, but Paul, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, that's... Maybe, Mark, he just saw... It was an opportunity for him, so Mark, to get in there, you know, and, and hopefully play for that year and see if he can get that year extension. But it hasn't been, it hasn't been offered to him yet, which is strange, really, Mark, because of all their hype against with him to get him at Celtic that time, you know. Nice, uh, that, that's threw me a bit there, Paul. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, no, Mark, this is a, this is actually a. A very interesting one that has popped up through uh, our reliable uh, journalist, Mark, Dan Olswich from uh, Japan, who's very, very rarely wrong, Mark, with stuff. No. Another player on Celtic's radar is Israeli defensive midfielder Mohamed Abdul Fani. <laughs> that's actually his actually name, Mark. Brilliant. Uh, to, to Israeli international who plays his football with Makahev in, in Israel. 
The 21 defensive midfielder is considered by Celtic as a direct replacement for his teammate and Israel international Nee Bishan, who recently left Celtic and is in talks to sign for Maccabi. Dan states Mark could beat on sign for them, make way for Celtic to make their move for, for Mohammed. No, Mark, the interesting thing here is his agent. No, no. Do his you, uncle. His uncle. Do and, you, I, <laughs> and his well, agent. Well, do they pop him up again, eh? And, and his agent, Mark. He's his agent as well. I know. Crazy Provide, Provided us with previous players, Mark. Uh, El Hamid, Neil Bishan. Our star from last season, Mark, as you mentioned, leader Bada. Back to Kyle and everything. Yeah. But let, let's not forget, Paul, guys like Colin Kazim Richards in that as well. Mm-hmm. Berkovich, Mark, he was involved in that that time. Was he as long ago yeah. as that? Yeah, when Berkovich was there. He was only starting off. Uh, if Beaton signs, like I'm watching this up. I'm watching. I, yeah, I, Beaton signs for that team in Israel, and we sign this guy, kind of thing. That's we funny. exactly, Mark. That I'm thinking <laughs> that's, that's going on there. Because this fella is a is a, an Israeli international. Beaton plays in centre back for Israel. This fella plays the centre de- defensive midfield role for Israel. The player that were saying, Mark, we need is a defensive midfielder. Uh, it's another one, Mark, that could be. On Celtic's radar, you know, and it's, it looks like when you read about it, like it makes a bit of sense. Like if Bison is going it, there, it just seems like an, a, a, the stars are aligning for it, kind of thing, doesn't it, Paul? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, our father Mark as well, Dan, uh, linked us with this player again. Uh, on again, we discussed it, Mark, on episode 83 with uh, Barry, is Ko Itukora of Man City, who was on loan at Schalke last season. Uh, Celtic tried to sign the centre-back on loan as well last season, but he decided to join Schalke instead. Schalke actually had an option to buy the player, but due to lack of funds and other areas that need strengthening, they withdrew their bid for option to buy. Dan Olfitz, the sports journalist in Japan, said he was interviewed while on Jap- uh, Japanese international duty. And he stated that he's actually delighted that Celtic seem to have still interested in him. No, especially that his fellow Japanese teammates, Kyogo, Miida, Hiyase and Gucci are all playing for Celtic. He said he's spoken to them about the club. Uh, he's very happy why he heard of them. And with Mark Lowell coming to Celtic, Mark, I think this is another no-brainer. I know there are only rumours, Mark, but when you dig into them, they do make sense where Celtic are kind of going with these players, you know? Right. It seems to see the thing about it as well, Paul, see these kind of, all these rumours that are flying about them. I think a lot of them, they have like a kind of basis in reality this summer ways, Paul. Because mm-hmm. as you say, everything adds up. You know what you I know, mean? Everything's adding up. It's, not just, season, it's not just crazy names for the back of you. Do you know what I mean? You can... You can put the, the pieces together and see why that could be like a feasible. Yeah, it was once you go digging, Mark, you can see it. Like you know, what I mean? and do you remember last season he was actually in the stands with Fargal Harkin that time for a European match. He was actually invited to watch Celtic play. Yeah, I read somebody that I read something during the week, Paul, and it was what you were saying about uh, how was it? Uh, Takari, is it you, you see it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that 
the actual reason that we didn't sign him was because we kind of prioritised other signings. Yes, and other it, signings. just by the time we get we were ready to make make a move, we'd already decided to Decide go to Schalke. So I, but I don't think it was even like he <laughs> snubbed he snubbed us or we snubbed him. I think it was just the was timing kind of, of the deals. It was kind of, it was kind of both ways, Mark. Really, it was kind of and both ways. I mean, you name in the chat there, both ex Scotland manager Craig Brown. <laughs> don't, don't, don't think Craig's been in here before. Welcome aboard, Craig. Thanks for coming in, bud. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. No, no hopefully, it's hopefully not. It's not Craig Brown. No, he's not. No, Mark. No, this fella. Uh, I stated on the podcast, Mark, that the only reason this fella is not getting into the Man City team at the moment is because Pep Guardiola isn't the manager, Mark, who promotes youth. If you look down his years at Man City, Mark, the only player that has made it through from his youth system is Phil Fordy. And that has the only player that he brought through the ranks of Man City. That's scandalous, Paul, when you think about it. Yeah, and it is, Mark. See if you were the owner of Man City, Paul, and you're pumping millions upon millions of pounds into this club. I mean, I've spoken about it, Paul, before. It's it's like the full area around about. They've revitalised the full area. I know without getting into the politics, that's... But for what they've done for that bit of Manchester, it's unbelievable, Paul. They're back. They're, it's a totally different place for it looked like before they bought the club. But mm. if you're pumping that kind of money into that, like this club... And you can't you, produce players. Like, ah, you're, 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 you're expecting to have one of the best youth systems in the world. Mm-hmm. And so see when they're coming in and they're, oh, I want to sign this guy for 120 million and him for 90 million. And, well, why is nobody saying, well... Why are we pumping millions into this youth system and we're getting nothing out of it? It was well just getting rid of the youth system. Is that, that it's like mean Chelsea? Chelsea had what forty two youth players? No, no, all youth players, but forty two oh, no. players out in loan one season. Yeah, yeah, and they had the only time where uh, Chelsea actually had youth systems in charge uh, in their team was when Lampard was in charge. He was the only one that really ever. Gave them a chance, but that's when they were on uh, a transfer embargo. Remember that for January they were on a chance. Aye, aye. They had no reason. But like Pep Guardiola, Mark, throughout his career, never had time for for you players. Never gave players a chance. And you're mad as a young lad to go to these big clubs, Mark, because you're never going to break in there. You're, you're, especially when you have managers like that, Mark, who can bully yeah, a player I, who's made. You still can't Mark. blame your young boy for doing that, but Paul. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, no doubt. I mean, it's like you could spend you if you're sixteen, right, and you're good enough to get into the Man City Academy and stuff like that. See, no matter whether you kick a ball for them, Paul. By the time you're serious. nineteen or twenty, you're coming out. You've been working with some of the best coaches in the world. You've got a right good few quid in your pocket, and you'll be good enough to still make a living out of playing football. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm saying, Mark. They get their training there, but then it comes a the time when they're looking. Like, uh, like it, it, Tagora, he's looking, no, Mark, saying, it's two or two, said, Mark, he got a taste of first-team football. Uh, he's, he's 23 or 24 24, 24. I mean, that's, it's a, it's a bit like Carter Vickers, Paul. He Jody, should be playing, yeah, exactly. These players are getting pa- passed about like an old Todd Mag with these big t- clubs about down in England and that. And I think he was a marketing... I think there's changes getting planned for that as well. I think he was a marketing... Uh, signing for Manchester City, I said. You think so? It was just yeah. done for the Japanese market. Yeah, because he's a Japanese international mark for since he was I 20. I, see, I, see that. I, saw, I didn't read the article or that, I just kind of saw a headline that 
they're planning to bring changes into the amount of players that they're allowed to put out on loan now. And that's really they should because if you're putting 42 players out on loan one season, Paul, and the next season there's not one of them coming back good enough to get into your first team, what's, what's the point of having 42 players even on your books? Mm. Uh, there's another player market was re- mentioned there on um, uh, by Bobby uh, I wrote about him as well on on the podcast uh, on the forum Mark uh, you probably saw it's uh, Taylor uh, Haywood uh, Taylor Haywood of Man City is a left back I can't see him coming to the Celtic market if I'm looking at that because when I, when I looked into Mark, the likes of Fulham, Crystal Palace, and kind of lower teams down the bottom, Mark, are actually interested in this lad. He was on loan at Stoke City last season. They're back in front this season, so I don't think uh, Celtic will be... Well, again, Paul, what age is he? He's 20. Mm. I don't think... No, I don't... I just... Uh, at 20, he's not going to come in. You know, at 20 year old, he need to be exceptional, Paul, to displace even Greg Taylor. Yeah, I think, Mark, he, he does too many offers him down south, Mark, for, for him to, 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 to move, to move, to move up north. Uh, I mean, I see, see if he was, as I say, I'm saying there, see if he was like an exceptional player and he was going to be coming in and being in the first team squad. Talking, mm. but he's not going to play in the Champions League signing with Fulham or Crystal Palace or anything like that, is he? Exactly. But coming in at 20, but we're still expecting like a new first choice left back to come in. Greg Taylor's going to be like our backup left back, so where's a 20 year old left back going to get any kind of game time? Exactly. Like we have been linked with some fan of Mark from, um, I don't know where he was from, Mark. Do you see that for it? Is it Jizzies or something we were linked? But there seems to, that seems to be kind of a dead rubber team just put out by the by the papers um, but when you, the interesting thing about Celtic is that we're not looking at one area that one area that people are screaming about and it's one area Mark that I said no we actually don't need it uh, Celtic aren't looking at another goalkeeper I, I think that's clear Mark that Celtic won't uh, look at say- another goalkeeper safely Mark what I said about Bain and Toby signing new contracts I think I think the only way that it would if Bain uh, left. If Bain left, I think that. And then again, does that put Toby up to number two and we're looking for just like some, like an old guy to fill exactly. that third keeper exactly. role kind of thing? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Or do we and bring then, in a half Because t- people are talking about Seagrest, eh? With a Jonas on here, Paul, Seagrest isn't going to come and sit on Celtic's bench. Mm-hmm. He's not exactly. going to go and sit on anybody's bench unless, I mean, they're talking about Man U and that, rent. I don't know much truth in that, Paul, but. That's different because if you're going to Man United, you're going to get games back anyway. Uh, Man, plus, yeah. it's money. The money that it'd be getting it's kind of life changing money, Paul. Do you know mm. what I mean? But at his age, he'll be at that age when we're talking about Beaton, maybe wanting to be playing every week. Seagrest, is it Dundee United? He was playing every week. He's, unless it's going to be a life changing money offer, he's going to go to a team that he's going to be playing every week for them. No doubt about that. He's too good to sit and sell. I was bench. reading there, Mark, like. Uh, I was reading about uh, Fletcher Foster, who recently signed for Tottenham Hotspur, right? Uh, as a backup to Hugh Lloris. Is that, is that who he said? I didn't yeah. know that, Paul. Tottenham Hotspur, Mark. Two-year contract as a back, backup. Is that to who Mark. He... Yeah, two-year. I mean, that Fraser, Fo- did, did, uh, Fraser Foster's best days were at Celtic. Mm-hmm. 
and I think, see, when she retires and looks back on things, I think you'll regret turning his doing that summer that when definitely. Uh, what was that two years ago now? I can't, but I think you'll regret that. I mean, he's not going to dislodge Hugo Lloris, Mark, no. French international captain, Tottenham captain. But Mark, I was looking like some some goalkeepers, Mark. And, I don't really rate that Lloris right enough, Paul. No, but Foster still not going to take you if I'm doing it no, Spurs. Not, yeah, no chance. A lot of sports fans, Mark, are dedicated to Lloris. I have a few good friends who know that, Mark, who were sports fans, and they love Lloris. I mean, no matter what mistakes he makes, Mark, they love Lloris. You know, they're just, he's just a cult. There's a player, Mark. Ah, he's a cult, a cult figure. Player, aye. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bobby, I agree, Mark, but could a season or two under Joe Hartnell also be beneficial for him for a view to be number one? What are you talking about, Bobby? I don't know who you're meaning there, bud. Seagrass is he's talking about Seagrass, I think, Mark. The, the only goalkeeper but he's not going to come in and sit no, for a season the, or two the only, seasons. The only goalkeeper, Mark, that's going to benefit walking under Joe Hart for a year or two is, is young Toby, and that's the simple fact. You know, I'm not going to go into t- Toby too detail, Mark. But we'll just start only... going on post, post Toby. That's what we start going it's, on. It's the lo- it's the logic situation, Mark. Why Celtic aren't looking at a goalkeeper is because we have. Let's face it, Paul. We've still got Barkis in the books as well. I talk about him in a few minutes, Mark. There, because a few interesting things have popped up for him as well this week. Um, like you're looking at Bain, Mark, right? Bain's at this stage of his career now, Mark, and I think, Mark, and a lot of goalkeepers are like this, they're happy to be number two. And I think Bain is actually happy at Celtic being number two. It looks like it to me, otherwise why would they have signed a contract extension exactly. just, a few, just a few months ago? Exactly, you look at uh, Argentina, Mark, Bain's international. Bain's into it, yeah, yeah. go take questions, do remember, why? Do you remember the lad for United, Mark, uh, the father Romeo? Romero. Aye, aye. He was number two at every single club he was at, Mark, and he was Argentine international goalkeeper. He was never a number one international at a club. So, so some goalkeepers, Mark, are just happy to be called upon. And and to be honest, Mark, out of the, out of the two lads, Hazard and Barkas, Bain is the better goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? Aye, I'd agree with you on that, aye. I, I mean, I said it before, but I still think Barkas will go somewhere and Mm-hmm. Come good again. He'll probably. I said it at the time of last season when we were saying we get shot at him and stuff like that. Even he'll come back and bite us in the bum one day in a, some European game. I'm convinced of it. Well, there's been rumours, right? Uh, about Barkas that uh, two Greek teams, I know one of them's Panagonikas, and is it A or AOK Panagonikas, Mark, aren't they? So, yeah, Panagonikas. AEK a- 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 Athens. AEK uh, a- Athens. Both two, those teams are, are interested in them, right? But there was rumours that Celtic were going to uh, cancel his contract by by mutual consent, Mark. And I just can't see Celtic rip up a contract, Mark. What, €5 million euros for a player? Can you? Mm. Don't know, Paul. Are we that desperate to get rid of him? What did you get for a big Raphael shite man again? Beat players like that. I mean, yeah, but we're looking. You rip, right, rip up the contract. How long's he got left in his deal, Paul? Three years. Mm-hmm. Three years. What do you think he's on just for talking sake? Eighteen, twenty grand no, a week. Barkas is on twenty-five, Mark. Twenty-five, twenty-five, twenty-six. He's one of the top owners. Two and a half million a year. That's seven and a half million pound. 
it's going to cost us if he stays here for three mm-hmm. years. He sees contract out. So why not say here, say to him here, you have two million pounds, go and find yourself a new club. Mm-hmm. We'll just call it quits and go and find yourself a new club or whatever. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised to see him getting a free... I mean, there's people on the... Uh, on the forum and that, talking about like Rogic and Beaton and that, but these guys... It's they just, gave their service man to the club. Aye, like it all comes down to money, Paul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really does. And I think maybe, maybe the one of the reasons it's Celtic, maybe be looking for a fee, Paul, is because we still owe like a percentage of the fee to his Greek team. Mm-hmm, exactly. Maybe they'll be like Celtic will be like, oh no, we still owe 1.2 million for you. We want that covered before we're letting you go anywhere or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But was it AK Atkins we signed him from, Mark? Was it? Barkas, I, uh, I think it was. I think it was Athens, Mark. That I remember they came. They were kind of looking at a loan deal there, Mark. Kind of recently foreign. You know, I, it was the AEK Athens we got in for yeah, Paul. I, you know, but like clearly, like I think everyone sees it, Mark. That he has no career at the club. No, he's got no no future whatsoever. It's Celtic, Paul. You know, and. I t- when I was reading about the, these two teams actually being interested, Mark, uh, one fellas, another journalist came out and said that it was actually a local Greek journalist that, that put this out to the, the Paddock Nitrox papers and he put it out to the Aten papers. So at the moment, there's been no contact for for Barkas. It's still only early days. I expect him to leave. And I think he wants to leave and I think the club want rid of him. So I, I really do think he was gone. But a list of players, Mark, were, were released by Celtic on, on June the 1st. Bison Vodjic, as we know. Uh, Luke O'Connell. Ryan Munning. Uh, got to about that, Paul. Got to, got to about that, Luke O'Connell. Talk about him, yeah, we talk about him. Carl McEnroy, 21. Uh, Ross Doohan, my man from Tramere. But, Mark, I expected that, that Tramere wanted to sign him anyway. To, so if he wasn't released, that he was going back down to, to Tramere Rovers anyway. I said that. Uh, Barry Coffrey, Mark, who is actually signing for Cox City permanently here in Ireland. He's signed for Cox City. And, and Mark, the, the lad's a star down here. Why wouldn't he want to just rebuild his career at Cox City? I, I said it uh, months ago, Mark, when he signed for us like that. This fella is a step above the League of Ireland that, that he's playing in at the moment. You know, he's a step above what, what we're seeing down here. Uh, young Dembele, Mark, is actually a free agent from the 30th of June. All right? Mm-hmm. And Bobby Pallison, left back, is a thing. Uh, Un Henderson, Mark, is expected to leave. Uh, he's in Aberdeen. He was on loan at Aberdeen last season. They still have an option to buy the player, but that expires on the 30th of June. Uh, Liam Scales is actually on Aberdeen's uh, radar. Jim Goodwin thinks his fellow Irishman would be a good fit. Uh, he's looking to loan him with an option to buy at the end of the season. Uh, clearly, Ange wants to clear up players, Mark, and, and make space for the for the things. But as you said, there one player, Mark, that disappoints me is Luke O'Connell, signed from Bolton Wonders. Uh, tried tried to make his way into the Celtic squad numerous of times. Uh, he was blocked on numerous of times by Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon was slated by his agent. Slated by. Uh, Ireland on the 21s manager Mark can't even get in to the Ireland 21s squad now Mark uh, 
for one player, Mark, and one young lad that I thought had it, when we signed him, Mark, I was delighted we signed this lad because he was an upcoming Irish star. But we, we, we've talked about how bad Celtic were with the pathway, but this fella was treated badly at Celtic. No, it certainly seems that way, Paul. I had big hopes for him as well because it, well, obviously you were bigging him up, but it wasn't it just you. A lot of Irish lads and that were talking about him. I thought he was going to be a right. I thought he was going to be a player for us. I really did. Mm-hmm. But he'll end up. He'll end up. Who is it? Uh, who is it? Uh, Scott Brown was after him. Ah, that's who it was in that. <laughs> aye, but he'll end up. Luke O'Connell will end up going to a bigger level I than think that. So, Mark, he, aye. This will, I think, Mark. One yeah. of the ones that you'll look but it's a yeah. bit like Andy Robertson kind Come of thing. But, but, but Andy Robertson wasn't he that good Andy Robertson wasn't he that good a young player. No. He just no. worked hard and, and, do you get what I mean? There's, if Andy Robertson was playing like what he's playing the now, but back then I mean, why Celtic would have let him go even with K K T in the team or that, do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's best for young players to move on, to release their realise their potential or release it, whatever it is, but but I look at Connell had He had it, man. Uh, no, but he had a <coughs> no I'm not saying a pedigree, but he was a good player already, kind of thing when we got Because mm. like Mark, he was in Borton's youth system when Lennon was manager. So Lennon knew about this lad and it was Lennon who signed him. And then he was just left to rot. Clearly good enough, Mark, to even come into the first team squad. But it wouldn't he, have been Lennon Paul that signed him. No, I, it, he came in during Lennon's time. Aye, but it would still... If, yeah, but that's anyway, Neil like, Lennon was picking no, up a 16-year-old no, player. Do you know what I mean? I'm saying that Lennon knew about him. Do you get me? Ah, oh, oh, you'd, you'd have known about yeah. him, aye. Do you know, because he was at board. Lennon's, he, Lennon's never had any interest in youth no, players. No, and it's a shame, Mark, because if you look at... No, I think if Luke O'Connell came to the club, no, Mark, it would have been a different situation. Like, uh, I think so. Much, so. I think so much, Mark, has happened now between his agents, Ireland manager coming out criticising Celtic. He said himself he wants to play. He just think I think it, both of them actually agreed that he be released. Uh, he still had a year. And the thing about that as well is, Paul, these, all these young Irish lads talk to each other and that. Mm-hmm. But the next young guy, 16, 17, or Celtic's, Celtic's trying to sign me and that, Look at Connell, part of that kind of wee group of young Irish players, he's got to say, oh, stay clear of it, mate, it's a nightmare. This could actually damage, like, we're looking at a player now, like, a young lad who's come, who will come into the first team, but we say, if if young Christopher Scott was 16, Mark 17, and he saw all these young players cribbing about Celtic youth system that they didn't get pat raised, you wouldn't come to Celtic, Mark, would you? You know, you no, but put it put you off. But I think mm-hmm. probably when you're to, when you're talking about like that kind of level, Paul, this yeah. boy for Bayern Munich, you might be done with. See now that Ange is in place and other people are in place, maybe now we've put we've done with Bayern Munich done to us with the young players and we've put this package to him. Yeah, exactly. Because like I mean, it's not. But it's, you can't just turn. You can't just turn around and write off your youth system. No. Because of like one or two things that go kind of wrong, but you can't say it's brilliant just because one or two things go right. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Celtic's something that really needs to be improved on at Celtic, I uh, think. Th- th- this mark is the 
is the prime example, Mark, of the failures in the youth system over the years. Do you know what I mean? It, it really, and of all the young players, Mark, that fucking, that, that pissed me off, like, because I'm always going crazy, Mark, that when I see a young player leave, Mark, that we haven't seen him breaking into the first team, like, that we have, we can't make no judgment on. But I've seen this young lad, Mark, on the 21s level for Ireland, and I know what this lad is, is, is about. And it, it just, it just hurts, Mark, that, I, that he's left Celtic without even, like, even getting a sniff into first team. Like, they've even got a sniff, Mark, do you know what I mean? Never. No. You know, he was loaned out before Packley. And he actually asked for that move, Mark, last season before Ange came in. So that was agreed. He actually didn't want to stay there at Celtic, Mark, for another season. And he could have trained with Ange, maybe, Mark. He could have been playing the, you know, he was playing the Colts League, Mark, or Ange would have saw him a bit more. But he didn't want that, Mark. He just wanted out of Celtic. You know, and it's a bad reflection on Celtic, Mark, when a young player actually doesn't want, like, we promote ourselves, Mark, on. Things I'm, like that, that's what I'm saying, Paul. Yeah. That's kind of, you're just you're no one to there's always going to be isolated incidents and stuff and there'll be things going on behind the scenes. Maybe the young lads are too much into their women and drinking or whatever, no tone the line and things like that. But it's you don't want to gain that kind of reputation, no. do you know what I mean? It, there's always going to be players that'll fall out and get a wee bit of an ego and think they're better and should be playing here so they've said that when when we signed him that he'd learn a lot from Scott Brown, that he could be a Scott Brown replacement defensive midfield, that's his role. And look at the person who wants to sign him, Mark, Scott Brown. So, Scott Brown obviously sees... Obviously rates him. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't think Scott Brown, Mark, is going to put face in, in, a, young, in a young lad if he wants to make an impression as, as his first managerial career, do you get me? You know? No. You know, so... I think it could. Strange love the doctor back in the night. Paul, no seen him for a while, mm-hmm. have we? Mm-hmm. Uh, so players, Thanks for joining us, bud. Players that come into Celtic have states, yes, access to nutrition, coaching facilities, education advice, not to mention the platform itself. It's down to them to seize the opportunity. Yeah, I agree with that, but when they're not given the opportunity, then, Mark, what we were looking at, what we were saying that, like, he was at Celtic at the wrong time, I think, Mark, when I think nutrition was out the door with Neil Lennon, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Aye. You, know? you, could, you could see even, Paul, you could see that even watching the team. I mean, like I, it's like I've spoken about it. I mean, I know I'm, I'm, I'm not wanting to turn... Was, was with, uh, like even Tom Roderick, Mark, looked overweight when Neil Lennon was at the club. Beeson, Mark, was a totally different player last season. So... I mean, we're not wanting to turn it into another Neil Lennon bashing season, Paul, but things like sports science, even we spoke about it, the way you kind of shunned what we, but, uh, Gavin, I was ready to say Gordon Stratton, what Gavin Stratton was mm-hmm. saying to him in that, it was uh, Neil Lennon, it was just, uh, it was that kind of, he was like an old school manager before his time, wasn't he kind of thing? He seemed mm-hmm. to just, I think Neil Lennon based his kind of managerial style, if you want to call it that, on like Martin O'Neill. Yeah. But that like, was—I mean, that's tw- just twenty years ago, Paul. That was that was that. They were—you could be like that. Plus, Martin, I knew had a lot more knowledge about the game than Lennon. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? When Martin, I knew spoke, he knew what he was speaking about, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the players that released, Mark, we're we're still expecting Barkas. Uh, I think Balangoli's definitely gone, Mark. Um, 
Let's be said, ASE. Sorrow. Sorrow. I see Lennon's looking at, meant to be looking at Sorrow. Sorrow, yeah, in, in, in team. It's just strange, Denmark, that Lennon's looking at Sorrow and the way he chuffed him out last season then when, <laughs> when Scott Brung got fit, like, do you know what I mean? You know? I mean, I mean, Sorrow, I think, as well. He I just lost his way, Mark. Aye. I, 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 I think when he did get on, on the park, Paul, he just seemed, a lot of the time, I think he was trying too hard to impress. See what you're saying about yeah. if Luke O'Connell would come into the club the new. Yeah. Or last just, summer on the ranch. I think that would have been the same. Way. Aye. To get into a tackle and... I think maybe if Sorrow had come in under range, he would have had a better kind of... Yeah. Better coaching, better... Better, I don't know, temperament. Because that, for me, that's what it was. He just went in running about like a heedless chicken. Yeah, near, near the end. Trying, it, it was as if he was trying too hard and then he would pick up bookings and that would be him kind of having to walk that kind of tightrope for the rest of the game all the time. And he, and he did, Mark. There were some games there like, Christ, he was still going into tackles that you take, uh, take him off. Take him Ma- off. McGregor's the same for me, Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know how the stats would even back it up, but I've said it to you. I've said it on the podcast. I've said it in the forum. For me, that's why I don't like, I don't like McGregor playing in that kind of defensive role, Paul, because he can't tackle. Well, he spends watching. a lot. He spends a lot of time in games, Paul, as well, walking that that yellow card tightrope. I was watching the the Scotland uh, and Ukraine game there the other night, Mark, and I texted you. Like I said, like he did make one good tackle, Mark, when, when he came back there near, near the end. He, he got back and he got the ball for a corner. But that game was a prime example, Mark, why Celtic need a proper defensive midfielder in. Because they just walked to him. I mean, that, that's against Ukraine playing in a national team, Paul, but we're getting into the Champions League next season. Exactly, Mark. He's not going to be strong enough for that. No chance no. in hell no. can Celtic Maybe. get into the Champions League with McGregor doing that job. Too, we'd we be too uh, wide open, Mark. Because I mean, McGregor would push up, Mark. McGregor won't sit there. Do you get me? He's not that type of player, Mark, that would actually sit back. No. The player that we're actually screaming for. I, I, I'm looking at Mark, and I think uh, a lot of people have, have written him off last season, and rightly so. But I think, Mark, with a good pre season under Ange, that we, we actually could see a lot more of James McCarthy next season. I think it's because, Mark, he came into Celtic and last season, he'd no pre-season. He got hit with COVID, got hit, then he got hit for an injury. He was never really that fit. But I think under a good pre-season, a proper rest over the summer, back to pre-season, Mark, under... It's a bit like Gucci. It's a bit like Gucci as well, but probably read the other week. It was just... just couldn't well, get in the team. So and the team's lucky, winning yeah. and doing well. Exactly. The manager's not looking to change the team. Yeah. I mean, people going, oh, McCarthy, oh, it was Dermot Desmond that signed him, it was it was this, it was that. It wasn't he. Mark, and... And spoke to James McCarthy. Know, the best thing is, Mark, and no. said, but do you remember what Anne said? He lives and breeds football. Aye. And if he didn't know who James McCarthy is, Mark, he'd want to go back to his books, because I think practically every football manager, Mark, would know James McCarthy, an Irish international played at the highest level in England and knew who James McCarthy was, Mark, and who, what James McCarthy was about. Aye. I mean, I'm not saying that Dermot Desmond did that, didn't have any day with it, but it was, it, it was Angie's decision to sign him. Mm-hmm. Dermot Desmond gave him the opportunity that you want to sign McCarthy. 
Mm -hmm. Obviously, and, but Ange, Ange said I and spoke to Jane McCarthy on numerous occasions before he actually did sign. So she said, I mean, I don't, I don't think as a Celtic fan, didn't they want that to work out for McCarthy? Do you know what I, I mean? Think I, Mark, I, no, I, think, I think Mark, next season, I hope and remark that we do see Gucci get a run and, and what he can do. You know, is he the player that that were missing to set back? Uh, is this lad from Israel that we're supposed to be looking at, Mark? Is that the player that Ange wants? But whoever it is, Mark, we do need a proper defensive midfielder in that role. That's the simple fact. Uh, definitely, in my opinion, Paul, 100%. You know, some of the, it's just, even doing it again, Paul, just to have that kind of physical presence in midfield. Mm -hmm. Is, is, I mean, is, it could is be the Lord that answer, Mark? Is he going to yeah. get promoted up? Is he that answer? We don't know. But I mean, it does, see, like, it doesn't actually need to be this kind of, like, out and out defensive midfielder, Paul. We just need a bit of physicality exactly. throughout, the, throughout the midfield. Exactly. A bit of steel, it could be. Some, you know, I mean, it could be an attacking midfielder, but if they're getting that kind of attack, that kind of defensive mind, and you're good at attack on that. If you look at the the four Japanese players, Mark Gucci's the most bulked of them, so he's, he's bulked up, Mark, for specific reason, is to play that role. Do you get me? Your defensive midfielder is always strong and, and tough, like a Scott Brown. Mark wasn't the biggest, but physicality-wise, he was. Do you get me? You know? Aye, aye. Strange love to talk to the doctor saying I'd like to send an outright gunlet in ice hockey. I'm sick of watching their ballers get smashed by farmers. We should tie a pro to sort them out. That's that's what I'm saying. Just mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be an out and out defensive midfielder. We just need one or two players that are going to add a bit of steel into the full team. Exactly. Because apart from we're def we're like defensive line, Paul, the rest of them are kind of. Well, big Giacomakis can throw his weight about a bit. No, well, but the rest of the team is really, really lightweight when you very, look at them. Very lightweight, Mark. And, and this has been, I think, the lightest team, Mark, I've seen Celtic in a long, long time. We always had one or two players, Mark, that were able to hold their own. Do you know what I mean? The one player who seems to be holding his own, Mark, and gets involved with everything is, is Greg Taylor. Greg Taylor, I said. You know. Aye. Aye, we yeah. Taylor, we he's got a bit of a dig about him and Disney back down for any kind of challenger. A bit of roughhousing or that, but we just need that kind of, even in the games, the games against Dolphin FC in that, Paul. Mm -hmm. Many times did we sit here and going about getting out-muscled out in the midfield. Exactly. Like, Mark, if, if nearly a 40-year-old Stephen Davis can run the midfield. I know. It's embarrassing, Mark, isn't it? Guys like Ryan, Ryan Jack and that. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Uh, from the list that released, Mark, and the players we named, are you expecting anyone else to go? Uh, what's your yeah. thought on Mickey Johnson, Mark? Are you expecting him to go? I don't, no, I don't expect... I don't. I know everybody keeps saying that he should be away and get rid of him and things like that, but I, don't, I think he'll still be at Celtic next season. I think a loan, Mark, could benefit him. I, I would agree with that. I think I wrote a benefit Because he needs a season, Mark, where he can play and not get injured. See, the problem with Celtic, Mark, and he's picking up injuries is because he's coming into the Celtic team for one or two games. Then he's picking up these injuries because he's not playing week in and week out, maybe. So maybe... Uh, maybe. Do you know, maybe... Uh, Even his confidence as well, but Paul... I'd like to see him getting blown in. He was another player, Mark, that was trying too hard. Ah, he seemed to be ball. trying too hard. Yeah. I, I suppose when he was getting a lot of stick off the fans, I, that, that's why he was playing that kind of way. But I, I, mm -hmm. I don't, see, to be honest, Paul, I don't, 
I don't see why he takes the amount of stick that he does. Well, he does impress me back when he stepped in. Re- but you don't season. really. He's not really seen that much of him. No. No, when I was in prison, to get that level of hate, I don't, I don't on, think because the, I think Matt, the issue was is what we just said. He was trying too hard. Just think, when when the pass was on, he didn't take the pass. Do you get me? Because he I wanted was to get the goal. I wanted that, to go. Do you know what I mean? He wanted to go, and that was his that was his biggest mistake. I think Mark that when Kyogo, I I don't. I've not heard anything the last no, couple of days, but well, I did see it looked nasty. Uh even. Even a kind of minimum mm-hmm. is prognosis, is that the word? It'll be like 46 weeks out into it, even if it's just like a kind of so we're going a in, slight injury. At the moment, Mark, well, we could be going into the start of the season. Because we're not qualified with Welch and Julian. You know, we're Welch because we're not going to talk about it. No, we still don't know the situation with Vickers, Mark, but maybe this Man City fan will come in a bit. We definitely, Mark, do... Whoever it is, Mark, we definitely do need another centre back within the squad because Julian is gone. I, I think he's gone. I don't. I can't uh, see him way back. Julian will be away this summer without a doubt. Coming out in the media, Mark, I don't think Ange is that type of manager, Mark, that's going to have his players mounting off to the media not getting game time. No. See, if he hadn't signed his exit warrant before, then he definitely done it with that interview, Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, she says I don't think Ange. No, but and I think don't, he, don't wash your dirty linen in public kind of thing, do you know what I mean? Back at the celebrations, Julian just didn't seem interested. No. Was he getting involved? Or maybe that pissed off but, the players. But it's even at that point, you know, but you've not played it. See if he'd been in the middle of it or jumping about like, I need you in that point, I'd have took pelters for that. Yeah. So it would have been a bit John Terry-ish, wouldn't it? When, do you know what I mean? Just uh, You've not kicked a ball all season and now you're running about as if you've been... Uh, the hero of the squad kind of thing, so I don't think he could really have won that day, Paul. No, it was... He, he, well, it just, he just, it, he felt himself, I've not done enough to warrant being part of like the main the main celebrations, I'll just take a wee step and stay in the background, but like, I don't think Julian will play for us again. No. I think he'll no. be away this summer. And there's a few clubs, Mark, as well, in, in France that seem to be looking at him, you know. Uh, do do we get a fee for him? Well, he still has a year. A year, oh, year, a year, a year ago, aye. He had to go on his contract, Mark, so I see why not. I think we have to sell him, Mark, or give him another contract. Oh, well, that's basically it, isn't it? It's twist, yeah. twist a stick with him this summer. He'd but be able to sign for a foreign club in January, then, Mark, aye. wouldn't he? Or nothing. You know? But that's it. I mean, we paid £7 million for him, wouldn't it? Yeah, big signing at the time, Mark. Yeah, big I, don't, I don't think we'll get that from now, but if we can get, I don't know, three, between three, maybe £4 million mm-hmm. for him. Definitely, definitely. I don't think Mark there's no one else. You know, I don't think there's no player at Celtic at the moment that I, I would like to see salt. You know, because I think going by last season, every player deserves to be in the squad next season. You know. Aye, uh, but that's not. Uh, apart from the ones we've listed there, I don't. I don't think I would. There's anybody else I would see. I'd like mm-hmm. to see you know out the way. So uh, there will be bids, Paul. Definitely. You get what I mean? There will be bids for, for players that we've got, but hopefully we can kind of resist them. I think, Mark, that's going to be the biggest task of the transfer window is is keeping this core of players together. You know? Aye. Uh, you know? I, don't, I don't think so. Ange would even actively 
let them sell any star men for under his feet, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, interest there from Dr. Strainlove. Uh, we need four first team centre backs, uh, Starfight plus Icor, like we just said, Mark. Uh, Cameron Vickers, if he signs, Welch, right centre back, supported by young Dan, Dan Murray. I'm great time for that young lad, Mark. I think he could, could actually make an impression next season as well, Mark. He could be brought into the squad oh, next season, young Dan Murray, because he came in. Uh, the Champions League qualifiers, Mark, and stepped in there like. I uh, didn't uh, look at the place did, at all, did, didn't you? Know? Like, why? Like, we we've spoke about this situations before, Mark. Like, why do we want to keep uh, Julian when we have young players like young Dane Murray? Uh, there's there's Bosman Law who can play there as well, Mark. Who even Welsh? Who, you know Welsh, what I mean? Exactly. Who and, and he's going to block. Them getting on the bench, Mark. But that's what I've said. I've yeah, said that Paul for months. Yeah. It's no see Julian when I said it when he was start, just starting to get fit again, Paul. It wasn't Carter Vickers or Starfield no, that he was. Aye, it was yeah. Welsh. He should he should have been trying to displace yeah, to become that, but to become the number one backup, and then you kind of look for your chance to get into the team. But I think Julian just thought that once he was fit, he should just walk straight back into the team. Mm. And well. Uh, people raved and raved about Julian, but I was never that convinced. No, Mark, Paul, Julian, to be honest, Starfield got pelters Mark at the start of the season uh, for being lightweight, and people were screaming for Julian to come back. I've seen J- J- Julian struggle week in and week out. I know with the physicality of the 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 thing. Doctor Stuart, he's been with the club three years, Mark. And he's made less than fifty full appearances for the for the club. You know, so. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I mean, well, it just seems, I mean, when you think back here, Paul, he just always seems to have been not the team with injuries, didn't he? I know that was a bad one that he picked up, but still, I mean, that's a terrible Bobby's start. What's going on about Bosman Law, Mark? He can play centre-back and he can play centre-midfielder. The interesting about Bosman Law, Mark, you know, I, I, I was raging, when, delighted when, when, when we signed him, Mark, because I thought this is like, for Celtic to get this lad, was, was just unbelievable considering the teams that were after him from Watford. Aye. Uh, at the time, Watford were in the Premier League when we actually took him from but Watford. We actually thought that we were signing him for a first team place, didn't we? Yeah, because yeah. of that fact, we're not going to yeah. leave. We thought he wouldn't leave Watford to go and spend another year like, yeah. in reserves or he, well, their B team, as we call it. His preferred position, and I know he played a lot of times as centre back for, for the Courts team, 
but his preferred position mark and he plays it for the, the, the Irish uh, under 21s is, is defensive midfielder. That's right. his preferred position because he's fast and he can run and he likes to hold up the ball. He likes to be the one mark who puts in the tackle. That's what I'm saying. Could we actually see him coming into this role of beat on next week? But I think it could be a little bit early for him to be there as a full season, but to come right. in and Part get games. Squad. Exactly. For him to get nah, games. You're not going to... You're not yeah. going to play him in that position in your Champions League games and mm. things like that, but well, Paul, speak about it all the time. That's why we like the things about these giving these young players a pathway. Mark, yeah. Letting them play in games that you know that it's like the kind of level that you know they can they can play at. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because I've no doubts, Mark, that he'd come in, Mark, and he'd be able to handle games in the Scottish League. Uh, no doubts about uh, that. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're playing under 21's level mark in international football, you're coming up against players, Mark, who are at the same calibre of most of the Scottish football teams anyway. Do you get me? You know, Aye. you're playing against Spain, you're playing against Italy. These are all upcoming stars in their own rights, in their own clubs. Do you Aye, get me? Probably better than the majority exactly. to players in exactly. Scotland, I know. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, Marks, that he will be around the first team squad next season, but I, I think it could be... Maybe a year early for him. Do you get me? Ah, you know? to become like a mainstay exactly. of the team, a first yeah. like first choice here or something like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, so as we know, Celtic have appointed um, Mark Lall as a head of scouts and recruitment. Uh, Mark spent ten years with Man City Group in a similar role, uh, gathering intelligence on players. He, uh, he's great contacts around the globe. And he's great knowledge of players around the world. He's also worked with Celtic manager Ange Postecoglou at Yokohama Minos and said at the time he was delighted that Celtic have appointed Mark as, as he has worked in for the past four or five years at Yokohama. Uh, a lot of people at the time said, oh, we're not bringing in Peter Lawrence on the club, but he wouldn't have come to the club, Mark, if Peter Lawrence was there. Oh, don't uh, think so. I think... From what I read, Mark, like it didn't kind of give no start date for him. But from what I read, is that he he'd be at the club when transfer business opens. So I presume he's at the club now, Mark, in some capacity, if not full time at the moment. But it's, like, it's like the thirty first of May and the first of June, Paul. That's mm. the dates that makes exactly. football stuff works. They say I said in the forum. I thought well, you had a chance that he took on the first of June, like officially, but. He's probably just been winding up his job at Man City. Exactly. Starting to do some work for Celtic over the last few months. It's been announced, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. As I said, but I think it's see if his name was not Mark Lowe, and it was somebody else for Man City at that level, and we I took mean, Mark, it. This is a big loss to Man City. Oh, definitely. Not just Paul. Man City, but the Man City football. Group. The, man, the, the yes. City football group. I mean, because he's had that job, Paul, for ten years. He was running that this Mark. He was running. Like, we're on about how Man City brought in these great players, Mark, and stuff. Like this is He was head of the recruitment, Mark. He was getting this information on these players by his scouts, Mark. And who knows, Mark, he could actually attract more scouts from this Man City group to come to Celtic who've spotted these players. Do you know? Not, not just for, for Man City, Paul, but he'll, he'll know scouts for all over the world. Exactly. He could say, oh, I know so-and-so for... I know somewhere in Eastern Europe, and we'll bring him in. It'll not cost as much. He only worked for some wee 
team are there. Can, can, do you know what I mean? He's, he knows all these scouts throughout the world as well. So I, I said, Paul, I just think it's a great coup for Celtic That's to get I somebody that calibre in. This, this Japanese player uh, for Schalke that, that was supposed to be interested, Aitakora. That's why I think that there's legs to this story, is because of Mark Lowell involved in that Man City. That's why I think there, there's legs to it and why it could happen. Aye. You know, like, like, what, what do you expect, Mark? What can, just looking at him, Mark, what you know, but what are you hoping he brings to the club? Like, we know um, Mark Lafave, Lafave was, was looking after the scouting, at the, uh, the scouting department, but that was only temporary. It was always temporary. That was said it was temporary because of the fella Hamid left Mark and Price left. He stepped into that wall on a temporary basis. So we, we always needed something to head of recruitment. So are you expecting big changes there when the, like, from what he learned? Definitely, Paul. A million, million percent. It's just, as I said, Paul, if you're taking somebody from Man City, Man City to come and do that job for you, they're at the top of their game. The contacts you'll have over the world. Uh, just, I mean... He'll know, he'll know players for every corner of the, the every corner of the globe. He'll know scouts. He'll know coaches. He'll know everything about. But, because to do that job at that kind of level, Paul, you're talking about one of the richest clubs in the world. Mm-hmm. Mark Lowell could probably have got a job for any any of your big 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 clubs in the world. You're, even your even down to your Real Madrid's and things like that. I mean, that's a level. That's who Man City are competing with, Paul. You're competing against your Real Madrid, your Barca, your Bayern Munich. So for Matt Lowe to do that job for a club like Man City for 10 years shows you the calibre the caliber of it. It's not just that, just, Mark, we're still actually looking for the, the first team data analysis. Uh, so he could, actually, he could actually be, no, being in this role, Mark, he could be the one who's actually going to be looking for that right person, maybe that he knows could be the, that person for that job. Being sort more, maybe there has been people on Celtic's list already, but he could come on back. No, no, this fella here, this fella's the best at that. Do you mean it's not just players what he could attract? Uh, you'd, you'd, uh, you'd like to think that Celtic are tapping his knowledge on everything. That, mm-hmm. that you'd like to think, Paul, when it comes to things like that, you've got it's, the decisions are coming down to guys like like Mark Lowe and Ange getting together and t- talking things through and sorting things out and that and mm-hmm. then they take it then the, you kind of get the money men involved in it to see if it's possible exactly and before he actually signed Mark for for Celtic right Celtic always said that they were looking at the scouting department and at the time I was reading up on Jay Harve and they said that he was actually in this role in a temporary basis and that when someone was appointed, he will move up to a more senior role within the club. And when when I looked into his history, Mark, he was more involved at Arsenal under uh, Uni Emery and, uh, uh, what's his name, Atessa. And when he was a bright Mark, he, he, he looked after more of the football operations side of the club. I think, Mark, instead of maybe appointing a, fo- a director of football, we could actually have a head of football operations, uh, and it could be Jay Lahav in that position. Ah, uh, but just a, it's just a, that, the job titles in that, isn't yeah, it, Paul? But that's uh, aye, that's the, aye. They always said, Mark. If, I if was he, actually thinking, Paul, because even though, even because though, I noticed you put that up in the forum when we signed Mark Long, 
that's the next step maybe was a director of football or someone in that capacity, Mark, in that role. And I and I, I just thought of this, I didn't want to post this on the forum that day, but I think, Mark, that we actually could see him maybe come, uh, maybe a football operations guy. I mean, I, I, was, Ham, was that no Hammond's title, Paul? He was in charge. He had the football operations. That was yeah. his, his his job title, wasn't it? I was actually thinking, Paul, because even though Lowell's in charge, that's all I know. We're back to having a Lowell to talk about, Paul. Happy days, mm. isn't it? Yeah. But it's like, Matt Lowell, even though he's this head of recruitment and scouting and that, Celtic will still, they're still, we've still basically got a head scout, that guy you're talking about, Ala Havre, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So he, I mean, we still need, like, we will still maybe need a head scout, so I don't know if he's just going to continue in that role. No, they said um, that he'd be appointed to a more senior role. A more senior the club. role? Yeah, within the club. A more se- if you go, like, it'll take you a few, I'll, I'll find it again. Uh, I send it, I mean, I'm, yeah. I've been behind for a two weeks nearly, yeah. Paul, I'm just kind of no, catching up on things. Oh, was, was actually, it? This was actually months ago, Mark, when Jimby did the podcast. When, when we talked about the backroom staff and we people were saying who's looking after head of recruitment aye, now aye. that fucking Hamid is gone and the fella uh, Penrose is gone and I read up in jail I have and I read up in his history if you mention me a lot of Celtic fans Paul they wouldn't even know who he was mm, no but it, at Arsenal and, and Brighton Mark he like he was scouting players at the time because that's football operations Mark you look at long players as well you look at players as well come, but he's more It'd be like um, Ragnick at, at Manchester United, Mark. He's never, he was never a football manager. He was always a fellow who built clubs. Do you get me? Aye, aye. So I know, Mark, I think that he just, I'm not saying it will happen, but maybe, no, he hasn't left the club. Uh, Jay La Havre, I talked, yeah. Jay La Havre is his name. But he, he's the one, Mark, I think, who maybe can come into that role and, more suited to that role that maybe you're suggesting? Uh, it no. may be. I've, mm. said it for, I've said it for years, Paul, when you stuff like that to happen. And I said it on the forum the other day, Paul, somebody says, I don't think we need a director of football, just let Ange go on with Pep doesn't need a director of football. Man City's got a director of football. Mm. All, too, all the big clubs it's have got... It's too much, Mark. It's too no, much you, for a manager, man, uh, it's football, a change game, after Paul. everything. You know? I mean, the days of guys like a guy like your, your Alex Ferguson, your Arsene Wegner, they days are long gone now. Exactly. Yeah, and as I've said, Paul, I want Ange to be, I want him to be working with the first team squad and improving with the product and the product on the park rather than Ange having to send deal with having to send scouts to go and look for players and set up diets and all. Then you, that Ange job isn't ending today, David. The sports science stuff in that, do you know what I mean? That's up to, as I said, somebody higher up the tree, a director of football or football operations or whatever you want to give the job title to. And that's what we need to get. A lot of fans need to get into their head. Mm-hmm. For Celtic to be a. We're meant to be one of the biggest clubs in the world, but when we think like that, and that's not a big club thinking, Paul. Because as I said on the forum, what harms the fans? What if he get, walks in and gets hot with a bus? What if he drops dead with a heart attack tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Oh, touch with I don't know, meaning anything like that. Yeah, but that's a simple but example, Mark, of it, yeah, exactly. What would happen to Celtic then? Because we've got all our eggs in the Ange basket. 
I keep bringing yeah. it up, Paul. Look well, how many times, look how many times Chelsea changed their manager. Yeah, but the system stayed the same. Everything, everything yeah. else stays the same, and that's the kind of level that we've got to work towards. Even now, Mark, when you're looking at, when you're looking at, uh, when a manager's looking at a player, like the days of Arsene Wenger and Fox and times are gone. Do you know what I mean? Player gets recommended. They watched a few videos of him. Do you mean they didn't have sports science back then, Mark? They didn't have all this data that's available. Well, sport, sports and, science was keeping Roy Keane out the pub. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Winter. Exactly. And I know, Mark, it's to scope the player, Mark, it's not watching him for one or two matches. It's going deeper into the player's profile, looking at his stats, looking at his speed, his dribbles. I mean, all these that, that, that you hate and I like. You know what I mean? Aye. All these things, Mark, come into the into the, the scouting the player now. Do you get me? Aye, you know? a long drawn out process, Paul. Now, when you like the scouting, the scouting game, mm-hmm. you see a player will be recommended. He'll catch a catch a scout's eye, but then like, a lot, a lot of work goes into like, whether they're whether they're suitable well, to come into the club. Like, like, I, I, an I idiot. To, don't want to dwell on again, Mark. But when when young Toby signed for us from Tottenham. His, his stats were shocking because he was such a raw raw talent. He was such a raw goalkeeper. The, Bo, sorry, Paul, Bobby Sutherland. Ange could be a good shoot for a director of football oh, in the future. I said that months yeah. ago, didn't I, Paul? That would be the... I mean, he's 57 now. Mm-hmm. Keep him as a manager for three or four years and then let him, give him a chance to... Because even if he wanted to move somewhere a bit warmer for his wife or whatever, even when his time as manager is up, he can still be a director of football. You don't need to be at Celtic Park or Lennox Town every day to be a director of football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I was saying, Mark, that when when Toby signed for from, from Spurs and his, his sats were, they weren't good, but you could see there was talent there. You could see that you could train the player. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's that's the scouting department, Mark, seeing potential in a player. And now if you look at his stats for Celtic, Mark, compared to the war four or five years ago, it's just night and day. Do you know what I mean? That's the whole of data coming into scouting now that you see the potential, you see the progress that the player is making over the years. You know, Toby's not my son. Uh, I, I would find it very hard if Toby was my son, considering the different race uh, but another interesting thing Mark is that when Celtic signed Toby we, we weren't actually looking at him we were looking at his brother Joshua who's actually under 21's goalkeeper for Spurs we were actually looking at him before we signed Barkas Celtic were looking at his brother didn't they know that yeah we were actually looking at his brother Joshua but Celtic wanted to buy him. Spurs didn't want him sold because they saw the potential in. He didn't want to come to Celtic on a loan deal. He wanted to stay. Hence, why his brother was recommended to Celtic as as a prospect for the future. That's how Toby's uh, signature came about. We were actually looking at his brother. His brother still at Spurs? Yes. He's been loaned out to... I forget who he was loaned out some championship team, uh, League One team last season. Uh, he's actually caught up to the Nigerian squad now, Mark. He's his younger brother, Josh. His older brother, Joshua. You know, so his father was a goalkeeper. 
played for Nigeria uh, uh, in the in the 70s and 80s. He's, he's, but he wasn't the number one goalkeeper. He was in their books for for Nigeria. So that's how he came about, Mark. Young Toby. We were looking at his brother. You know, so Bacchus actually wasn't the the first option first, for Celtic. First option. Yeah. yeah. That just shows you as well, but Paul, I mean, we've spoken about it plenty, about the amount of scouting that went into Bacchus. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Just, yeah. just, just know what to do. I think he was a panic all. boy, Mark. I really do. I think he was a panic boy. He, at the time when Foster left, we were down the dumps. I know we scouted the Mark, but if we were looking at other goalkeepers and it didn't work out with uh, Joshua and stuff like that. I say we we made options to a lot of players that the time mark and it just didn't work out and just fucking back Barker's deal then I don't think it was a first option definitely not you know what a money Paul for a kind of backup plan but ain't it really when you yeah five million mark but you could say the same mark uh, like the most extraordinary transfer deal under Peter Lawrence era was Albin Yeti who we had Signed up for a loan deal first, Mark, and then it turns out we, we paid five million for him to sign him on a, on a, on a four year contract. I you know, know. That I, I, was, I'm surprised see, at that, Mark. See, honestly, now all these people get interviews. I would, that's one of the questions I would like to ask Peter Lowe. But what happened? But you get what I mean? Why, why change our mind? Yeah, and, exactly. I mean, Paul, it was basically in a matter of hours, wasn't it? Yeah. The loan deal was agreed in yeah, that, and then the next thing it started coming through that we were actually buying them. Yeah, you know, that, that's the more, and it's something like that. They do do the Hanny's agent. <laughs> Imagine it, I'll have to look into that. I, I, I'm going to look up, going to look up. It didn't come up when I looked at the Israeli players that he had. He mostly has a lot of Israeli players, though, Mark, don't he? Yes, so, I do do. I... Unless, unless the, yes, he has some cousins or something in Israel, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, but when you look at the way Peter Law does his dealings, Mark, like, that was the, one of the strangest ones ever to come out no, of this. definitely. Uh, I mean, he had a few weird ones, didn't he? We mentioned earlier on that Colin Kazim Richards and things like that, but uh, a Yeti one sticks, it does, it kind of sticks out in its own as a bit of, But that's the prime just example, Just because of the money why, even involved in it, isn't it? That's the prime example, Mark, why Mark Law's appointment is huge for Celtic is because you you said it for years, I said it for years, I'm sure the lads in the form have been saying, saying it for years. Having the right people make the right football choices for the club. Like at the time, Ronnie D- Dyla played one of the best football we've seen at Celtic, Mark, and we signed a striker who just wasn't suited to the way Ronnie Dyla played. No. Do you know what I mean? And that's why... Lord's appointment is brilliant, Mark, because he walked with uh, Ange at Yokohama. He knows the type of manager that Ange is. So he's going to be players, Mark, who he knows are suited to Ange's system. Do you know what I mean? So this, this appointment, Mark, like it's, it's not a player's appointment, but for me, it's one of the best appointments Celtic have made in a long, long time at the club. I totally agree with you, Paul. As I said, Mark Lowe, for the, the level that he's been operating at for the last 10 years, Paul, it's one of the biggest, richest clubs in the world. I just it's, don't it's see, just, Mark. To get somebody like that to come and work for Celtic, mm-hmm. 
I just I mean, obviously, they're, obviously they're going to be financial constraints, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, There's yeah, no but he knows that, Mark. Uh, exactly, he knows he that. that. Club, Mark. He knows, but he knows what Celtic is about, Mark. Uh, because the thing is, Paul, it's like... Bring in these young players, Mark, and you then send them on for a plafus. Do you think Man City actually, like, really needed to go and scout, like... Erling Haaland and play, do you get what I mean? Man City's exactly. buying players that you don't it's need to spend made. months ready scouting made. and stuff like They're that. Buying players, Michael, that could come in to the first team. And that's what probably Mark Lowe's been doing. He's been see these players we're talking about that have been filling up the Man City reserves. He's been but he's watching these players that could be good enough to get into Man City team. And a lot of the players that aren't good enough to get into the Man City team Paul will be damn good enough to get into Celtic team. Exactly. But I was actually Thinking about Haaland's move to Man City, all right? And a lot of people have said, oh, Jack Grealish was a waste of money. Jack Grealish is a runner. He's a runner with the ball. He, he loves running with the ball. That's what his game's about, Mark. You saw that at Aston Villa, that Jack Grealish loves running with the ball. Man City don't do that. Man City don't let their players, Pep Guardiola, sorry, doesn't let his players run with the ball. Pep Granier wants one, two touches, Mark, move on. But that was never Grealish's game. And then if you look at Haaland, Mark... He's up here ha- not back Grealish right enough, isn't he? Yeah, he wants the ball played into him, Mark, maybe to his head or played into the centre. And that's another reason, Mark, why maybe it mightn't work for Haaland at Man City, Mark, because I don't see him as a Pep Gladiol player. Do you get me? Uh, he's not, can you, uh, he, I don't. It kind of reminds me a lot of his last hand, Paul. Yes. Do, and do you know, he's been the, injured a lot as well, Mark. He's, 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 but if the ball goes into the box, he's. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not comparing them. It's like what I've been saying about uh, Diego Marcus as well, Paul. Mm-hmm. Put the ball into the box. They're going to score the goals. But, but Man City don't play that way. No, that's what I know. That's what I. I know what you're saying. That's what I mean. They don't play with uh, wingers, Mark. They don't play with. Crossing the ball, Man City like to play their way into the box. You see that with most of their goals, they play, they play their way into the box. Like so, De Bruyne, Goodwin, these are players who get into the box back to get the goals. Like Agüero, like what a player Agüero Agüero was, Mark. But Pep Guardiola came up and questioned Agüero a lot of times and said he never tracks back. Haaland never tracks back. No, that's not, that's not part of his game. He's never tracked back. And he's throughout his career, Mark. He doesn't have the speed to do that. He doesn't have the speed to track back and get back up the pitch. Do you know what I mean? That's why Harry Kane as well, Mark, would struggle in a, in a Manchester City. And he tried to force his way there too. When I said yeah. at the time, Paul, that would have been a bad move. He became a very, he's a, obviously a very rich young man already, but if he moved to him, if Kane had went to Man City, it's money, you know what I mean? Just basically, it was money, Paul. Mm-hmm. His wealth would have been totally astronomical. Mark, actually, I agree with Strange Love here. He said Grealish isn't he the most fouled player in the English Premier League? If so, there's your reason. That's the reason he's the most fouled player, Mark, because he loves he loves to rub the ball. Aye. The same as with Wilfred Zaha, because Wilfred Zaha likes to. I like I watch a lot of football, Mark. You know, do you know what I mean? And I watch players like Wilfred Zaha is another prime example of a player. Who's, who likes to run and I just I, I think Mark that I, I don't see Haaland being a, like, like, I, I no doubt Mark he's going to get goals for Man City but I don't see him get the goals they're expecting the no, I, it, I think he'd have been better going to Liverpool yeah 
Yeah, or Man United, Mark, or Real Madrid. Uh, you know, I heard Bar- I heard Barcelona actually pulled out of the deal, Mark. One because of financial reasons, like that's a course they had to pull out of it because of that. But another thing was because Mark of his, his constant injuries, his constant injuries, Haaland does. You know, so I I'd, I'd watch Haaland closely next season, Mark, and see maybe his Pep Guardiola going to change the way he plays, but. Gladiola Mark has never it's changed, changed his play for no, no one. No, he doesn't like to change. He's been the same for years, hasn't he? You're going, Mark. You're going. You're looking at their uh, Slatan. I think Gladiola hunt him out of Barcelona because of the way he played. And then he signed in Haaland, who, unlike yourself, is a similar player to Slatan and Behimovic. Do you get me? Aye, aye. I know what you're, you're saying. I mean, it's just what we're saying about Paul with Man City. Who's the best in the world, Dino? That's it. And that's oh. the only reason they signed him, Mark. That's exactly the only reason they signed him, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like, they've also signed uh, another young Brazilian, Mark, striker as well. That's more suited to Andrew's system. Uh, uh, Andrew's system, sorry, Pep Gladiola's system. <laughs> I forget his name. Is it Nunes or something like that? He's a young lad called Nunes. I don't know. Paul. And this fella's supposed to be the next top Brazilian fella. So this Brazilian is more suited to Pep Gladiola system than actually Haaland is but Man City Mark just buy players who they want uh, do you mean? Aye. Do you mean I, that, I mean I, uh, that Kai Havertz Paul I thought he was a great player over in Germany and he's not really done it in England no, Timmy Warner is another player Tim, aye there was another one aye you know, he's, I, I watched him Mark there the other day uh, Germany were playing uh, Italy it was only last night I think Mark last night I watched the uh, so bad I am for football, no, Mark. I'm watching the the Nations League, you know. But he's another player, Mark, who was brilliant over in Germany and struggled in the Premier League. You know, he looks looks like shadow of the player, Mark, he was for Brucey Dykeman, uh, that young Timmy Warner, don't you? Aye, the Germans, Paul, I don't think... Obviously, it's happened I've went and been a success but when you see me all the great German players have really they stayed in Germany uh, they they've did. played they've done it in Germany yeah. when they go when they go anywhere else there's a few of them that really kind of make the grade and shine as much as they did in Germany I mean mm-hmm. I used to see that Mario Goetze Goetze as you pronounce it I used to think he was a great player when he was at Dortmund mm-hmm. and then yeah. he went to Bayern Munich but he done illness and everything didn't he and he's never quite, I don't know if it's something to do with that. But see, I was, he's in Holland now, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was another mm-hmm. one. Just well, all the Germans did that, Mark, didn't they? The, 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 big, the big Germans, they stayed in their own league. Aye. So look at it, look, one of the greatest goalkeepers in the world, Mark, was Oliver Kahn. Aye. Never moved from Brucey, uh, Bayern Munich. Do you know what I mean? A lot of the Italians, Mark, used to do it as well back in the day, didn't they? They stayed in their own, Aye. in their own league. So I mean, a lot of players, Mark, can't. That's why I think it's different with the young lad. Christopher I mean, Scott, it's look at look at all these players, big players that have been raved about doing in England. Paul went abroad Pusek. and swapped as well. He's saying there, Mark. Pulisic there, Mark. Yeah, he's another player for um, for Chelsea. Aye. Wasted. That's why I'm going on about uh, German players now, Mark. Actually, failing this, and we're actually looking at. A, a young player, Christopher Scott from Germany, <laughs> but the difference in, is in him, Mark, is because he's he's a player 
who would be suited to where Ange plays fast football. Do you get me? He's a player worth signing to fit our system. Uh, he's, he, plus exactly. as well, Paul, he's not coming out here with King, some kind of superstar yeah. reputation. That's the thing. These English teams will go and buy like, the superstar signings for Germany that, yeah. and maybe they don't work, but there's probably players that I'm People could probably list them and know that will be players down in England playing. That would be good. Schweinsteiger for Manchester United, shall we? One of the but best midfielders of his generation, Mark. Who's that, Schweinsteiger. Schweinsteiger. Oh, aye, aye. One of the best teams, Mark, and just came uh, in. Maybe right? he was too old as he well, was not he? Sadly he was. Do you know what I mean? But back in the day, Mark, there, you, you look back and I'm sure a lot of our followers uh, of my age as well to remember the... The West Germany teams, Mark. I remember West Germany lifting the, the World Cups like when I'm 40, but I was young at the time, Mark, but I can still remember it. They had the best players, Mark, there, didn't they? Uh, Germany, some of the German players I've seen over the year, Paul Carroll Haynes, Rummenigge. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Was, he was he was different gravy, that guy. Well, he was one of the players that kind of sparked the imagination of young, see, like. When the World Cup was on in that room, and I was one of the players that really kind of sparked the imagination of the young mm-hmm. boys about about the scheming that at the time. Mm-hmm. Woody um, Waller, I know. Woody Waller. The, the, the hair, the coat. I was trying to think of it, Mark. Woody Waller, boy. Matthias. You know, Philip Lamb, Mark, was another friend of the generation. Oh, he was with Germany. But these are big, big. But these are players, Mark, who stayed in Germany. Do you get me? That's why the German teams were so big, Mark. They stayed in Germany. Now a lot of German players are playing outside Germany. And that's it, an interesting fact, Mark, was um, the last manager to fall a law banished um, Thomas Muller because he said Thomas Muller was too old. Right? And they struggled in, in the last European competition under under law and people were screaming, like, why did you left out, leave out Thomas Muller? Bring him back. He was playing the squad last night, playing the team last night for, for Germany. Uh, your man, uh, uh, Hans, brought him back because he was Bayern Munich manager. Do you mean, experience, Mark, I know you might be up for 90 minutes or anything like that, but experience around the club uh, or international duty is huge. Like, isn't it? It's huge to have these experienced players for the young players. Uh, that's, I mean... That's why the... heart is, is crucial, uh, Mark, isn't it? But that's like, it's like even players like, you look down in England and you're, you're John Terry, Rio Ferdinand, Gerard, mm-hmm. Lampard, Scholes. They were maybe in the, in the England school. Scholes retired quite early for England set up, didn't he? But mm-hmm. they were kept about, they were kept about the squad, Paul, prop longer than they were playing yeah. prop because of exactly. that kind of, exactly. you're saying, the experience that they bring into the team and help them, help them, because you kind of need a bit of transformation, kind of. Mm-hmm. You can't just blitz something. Yeah, you get exactly. Oh, Ange's yeah. done it this season, but you can't just blitz your international squad. You've got to have a kind of no transformation. That's the word transition. 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 Uh, you've got to have that kind of thing in the international teams. And here's an interesting question for you, Mark, from Doctor Strelov. And I'm going to put this one to you because you've you've spoken about this kind of before the podcast. Um, as a third choice striker, uh, would you go for a young player? with potential or an older guy that's been there, done it, the likes of Zlatan and Cavani. Like, we know our two main strikers next season, Mark, are going to be Kyogo and Gia Marcus. It's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, mean, don't, I, don't, I don't think we could go and get... I, I, 
that kind of level of like Zlatan or Cavani to sit and be third choice, but it's like what what they done with Defoe, wasn't it? It's, yeah. You just bring in somebody at the end of your career that's happy to be at a big club and maybe get a chance to here and there, or do you promote somebody for your your give squad the lads, up? Mark, and, give the lads uh, an experience, Mark, about pass on his intelligence, Mark, of getting into the space, expecting the unexpected in the ball. Aye. If you, you know. see if you're going to go down that, you maybe look at somebody that's maybe looking to get into coaching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you bring them in as your third choice and give them kind of a wee, a wee, no, I don't mean make them a coach, but you give them a wee bit of insight into coaching and help them like Kyogo and Giochimakis. And then if we do need them, they'll get, you know I mean? You've guaranteed them, you'll get game time. We'll give, make sure you get some game time in that. But you're basically just a backup today to help out with coaching and that, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, Mark. That is, it is, it is, Mark. Oh, because- Giovanni, they're. Dane's love saying there, Cavani's in a free, just saying, oh, if, I, if he was willing to come, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Definitely, Mark, you would by, wouldn't he? There's oh, a marquee signing by, isn't there? Oh, aye. It's a marquee signing. You know, but... Wait, like, just see now, wait, just Cavani now, Paul. 35, 37, like I said, 36, 37, I say he's all like Cavani. He is like, but see, Cavani last season, Mark. 30, 35. Was just injured. Do you know what I mean? Injured. Aye. You know, um... Like, if we're looking at, it's, I think we saw, Mark, this season, uh, the young lad, Veta, is, is way too young to take that step up. Uh, the young lad, Dawson, uh, he's 19, Mark, I think it's too too much for him at the moment to come up into the fight. He did do well, Mark, when he came in. Aye, first aye. He held the ball up well and stuff like that. But to have him as a tall, tight striker, Mark, next season... It's. I think it's. It's could be too much. I do think we need to sign a striker, but you've got to remember as well, Paul. There is a good chance that they're going to be be called upon to, to do a job. Do you exactly. know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying, Mark. But then, are you going to sign a striker of of good quality, Mark? And when you're signing, Mark, you're going to have to tell him you're going to provide competition for these three lads, and that's so us. Then, Mark, we're going to be. Fucking up big money, Mark. Then you know what I mean. Uh, you know, are we going to sign a striker just to fill that that toy cho- choice? Chris, Chris Robbie, you know up to? Yeah, tell you why he still do a job for Mark. I said. I remember when the, the internet crashed that time. Sure, didn't when the internet wasn't long old. Uh, Robbie Keane signed by the Celtic site crashed and and stuff like that. You know. One, um, one, one of the happiest days of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in the in the, in the club for only half the season, Mark ended up top goal scorer and everything. But that was that was just a match made in heaven, Mark. Wasn't it, Robbie Keane and and Celtic? You know, I was um, just just Paul. It's one of these signings, but that you know, if we had enough money, we could yeah. have we could have signed like the right likes of Rob. I mean, people are just signing Irish guys, but. You've got to look at some of these Irish guys, exactly. Robbie Keane, Roy Keane. I mean, if we if we were doing in that Premier League or early league, you get what I mean? Roy Keane would have chose Celtic or Man United. Mm-hmm. There was just one thing that ben, Betsy uh, brought up about young Dembele. Uh, as far as I know, he's actually he was on a, the list that we just let out, and the list I got was the list of players released by Celtic, and Dembele was on it. 
released by the club from the 1st of June mark. Then better was on that list. Now, when I look at his contract, it says the 30th of June. But I don't think Mark does. I think Mark... No, Ange, that's just... It's poor, yeah, Ange, I think Ange saw enough in Dembele, Mark, and he put him down to the Colts. Think for a reason. Either Dembele told him he was moving, Ange didn't see enough in him. Like, Mark, you look at it. I think the problem with Dembele, Mark, he was, he was hyped too much by the club. But that's what happens, Paul. Yeah, and I didn't... I've watched the Colts teams, Mark, and I've watched Colts matches last season, Mark, and to be honest, Mark, I didn't see much in the young lad. The best he's seen. Yeah, but the club don't come out. They've not confirmed that. They don't come out and say that, Mark. They, they, he came out on, do you get me, the released players. Do you get me? Aye. He came out on that list. The likes of Ross Duhin, Luke O'Connell, Young Dembele thing. He was on the released players. So if you look at the released players, he's on he's on that list. They're not going to come out, Mark, and just list one player out of... That's just it, Paul. He was just over. He's been that hyped up. He was like a young lad. Everybody, oh, wait till you see this boy. Wait till you see him. And see, see, come next season, Paul. There'll be somebody else probably. Do you get what I mean? These Do you players... think so, Mark? Like by by the club doing that. All right, young Dembele, as a young sixteen-year-old Mark. I remember we seen him doing the valleys, the heads, and and headers and stuff like that. Are we actually damaging? young players progress by showing this stuff getting the hype around the 16 player and then he doesn't turn out to what we want him to be are we are we actually it's all part damaging of the it's player all, by doing that mm, it's all part of kind of the public profile and stuff Paul fans want to see things like that do you mm-hmm. know what I mean so the club gives them it but it, it, for me it doesn't help because it just keeps getting hyped up and yeah. back, again, we're going back to Neil Lennon, right? Neil Lennon last season told them barely that we get game time, but he didn't get it. But I keep saying it, Paul, I don't blame Neil Lennon for that because that young boy was hyped up so much by Celtic fans. If he'd throw, if he, if Neil Lennon had thrown him into games where we needed to win, mm-hmm. I think the fa- then the fans, ex- the fans then look at it as if, well, if Neil, if the manager thinks he's your saviour. We think he's our saviour, and then it goes wrong, and it's hit, it's all piled on that young boy's shoulders. Like, so I don't blame Neil Lennon for that. I really true, don't. It's true what Dr. Strainer was saying as well, Mark, that this was just basically what you said. He had Lee Lennon, and Lee Lennon was a boss, Mark, that was going for 10 in a row. You know what I mean? He wasn't going Aye. to show. And so if the team wasn't playing well, you put that young boy in there, that and that's him. Break, if he didn't get that ankle break as well, Mark, this season... Yep. Just yep. very unlucky this season, weren't they? Yeah, you know? I think if he hadn't got that injury, he'd yeah. probably got a lot more game time this year. More game time, Mark. And was look, that, I, that that cup game again? Was that what pre-season? Oh, was that, that pre- was the pre-season, right, pre-season yeah. game? The nasty tackle, yeah. Pre-season. Oh, Gucci got injured in the cup game, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, I think Mark is actually maybe best for, for Dembele himself as well. To, to, to I hope the lad goes on to yeah. have a great career. I really do. I don't mm-hmm. wish any young player leaving Celtic no. any ill will at all. Just it's a just it's a shame again. It's one of the ones. It's a shame it's no worked out. Mm-hmm. But you could uh, list players throughout the years, Paul. They've been hyped up that much as they've been through the system and that, and very very few of them have actually lived up to the hype. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Uh, two players, Mark were. 
we're still wondering about. Uh, that that were just brilliant last season, Mark. Uh, throughout the season, Cameron Carter-Vickers just made a huge difference to the backline. The best partnership I've seen at Celtic for a long, long time with himself and Starfield. Yatta, his goals, he scored winning goals for us, Mark. He set up winning goals for us. We're still waiting. Have they signed? Have they have signed? They've been in holidays together with the uh, with the clubs. Uh, what, what's your thoughts, Mark? What, what's going on? Do you think? Wait, Yacht and Carter Vickers. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of time before it gets announced, Paul. I've read. I've asked about. Uh, I've read about Cameron Vickers, right? And I think he's willing to come to Celtic. All right, he's willing to come, but there's an issue with Levy, and we know the way Levy is, Mark. He's a crude businessman. Spurs want. Most of the fee up front, a, a, a big hefty of the fee up front, Mark. And Celtic wanted to kind of put us less of a bulk in fee and kind of more in instalments. And I think that's the issue with. Oh, that seems to be what that is, Paul. Yeah. Just how, how the deal's going to get it's paid for. Breakdown, yeah. but, that seems to be the issue, Mark, because Tottenham are planning Paul, a, a big. But, but come on, it's £6 million, right? For a start. If that's what Tottenham want, whether they want three million, aye. But I mean, you can't. Oh, you look at the size of right. You know, Spurs fans. You were, we were talking about them earlier. Spurs are a massive club. They've mm-hmm. got plenty of money, Paul. Do you honestly think Spurs are haggling over how they're going to get six million pounds no, for a player? It's, it's just the way he is, Mark. Aye, just Le- aye. Le- but the deal Le- for me, aye. That, that's just Le- That's just him. Because you've seen Mark deals. Again, Paul, we've got to we've got to look at how we balance the books as well. Exactly. You know what I mean? So maybe Celtic they meet financial fair play stuff in that Celtic maybe and Mark, can, it's down, can he afford it, it, it's, it's down to our own budget as well, Mark. Ah, that's what I'm we're, saying. We're expected to sign like we're expected to place Beeson, we're expected to place replace Roger. We say we need a new striker, we're saying we need uh, a new left back. You know, I mean, six million is cost for the ball players, Mark. That's twelve million. I say roughly we have about twenty-five million to spend. Do you mean there's not much, Denmark? If you want to bring in good players, do you know? Oh, I know a lot of transfers, Mark, are done up front. Do you get me? But it, you know, but it has to be these two fellas, Mark, are key to to Celtic next season because. Cameron Vickers, without doubt, Mark, has been one of the best players for Celtic last season. Oh, aye, without a doubt, Paul. I said, I've said it plenty to you as well. I think, but if it was a choice between the two. I was right, Mark. Uh, 2019, he joined Bar Munich, Liam Morrison. 2019. What, because it says it in Wikipedia? No, if you're going you, to. You've you only changed Munich's that. You've only well, changed that. Bar Munich's list of players, Mark, is 2019. I just put the link up to his page on Transfer I Market. I saw the one. Don't mind your Transfer Market. He never looks at that. I don't mind your Wikipedia. You went on and changed that. Okay. <laughs> Anderson signed it up. <laughs> You're like the you Wikipedia know? editor, guys. It changes you know, things to suit you what you're saying. Like, it's just frustrating, Mark. Like you're, you're, for me, anyway, anytime I look up Celtic or saying I'm looking up they're the two names I'm looking for, Vickers and Yata, to have this signed. I think 
I'm, but I'm not worrying about it in the slightest, Paul. I think basically them will be done. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, just uh, timing and even down to the fact the transfer window, right? We could announce them if they were done, but nothing's a, nothing can be made official to a transfer window opens. Because even these things you get announced, you, you can't were, register for another if club. Player, if you were a player, Mark, that was leaving at the end of season last season, you wouldn't have been celebrating the way Yotta was celebrating. You don't but, know. But, no, Mark, you wouldn't. Paul, see the thing about it, right? Where, and can you see any other team that's going to be in the Champions League next year coming in for any of the two players? No. No. Any, or, no. Let me rephrase that then. Can you see any player, any team like at a higher level no. in the Champions League? The only team, Mark, that I'm looking at, that I said it to you, Mark, when I spoke to the, one of my work colleagues, that he followed sports and he was over there. And he said that the talks are that there's a few English Premier Leagues that, that are looking at team, but there's nothing there. Concrete is the like so. Oh, there was Fulham, Fulham that came came up. Leicester, Leicester, uh, Leicester were watching them as well. Uh, that. Everything he, was supposed, supposed to be looking at them, but everything. No mark have actually supposedly switched their attention to Ayer. Uh, Everton, aye, yeah. I knew that, aye. So, like, they're post, right? But yes, supposedly. Carter Vickers is sitting there in his ladder. I've got a choice of Leicester, Fulham, or Celtic. Mm -hmm. Right, even just even again, Paul. Doing, I can go and play in the Champions League next year. Exactly. I've been there, done it, and see even if he leaves, if he leaves next summer, mm -hmm. it's, it's still like he still gave two years service to the club. Because I think next and season he's like... selling for a profit. He's played in the Champions League. Then what teams would, could they catch the eye way after like, yeah. another season with Celtic? Prove, prove his point, Mark. Aye. Because he has one good season, Mark, actually throughout his whole career. This is actually, he said it himself, like this has been his best season throughout his career. Like, I'm looking at Leicester, Mark, and I think next season is a, is, is a big, big season for Brendan Rodgers at Leicester. Big I, don't I don't think he'll last the season. Down there's there, a list Paul. of players, Mark, who, who actually want to leave. They're, that Tillman's in that one suit, didn't they? Yeah, and their squad is aging, Mark. They're depending on Vardy. Vardy's 35, 36 now, Mark. He's lost an edge. He's been injured for most of the season. He's going to be picking up injuries. I think Rogers, Mark, like, is, is he, days are numbered. Like, I'd, I'd agree with Ed, that. You spoke to Ed Warren, Mark, and he, this, he says, this kind of circle happens with Brendan Rogers. His team's die out. They die out. And we've saw it at Celtic back. He's cycling with us. Julian. When I speak to him, I spoke, we don't really talk about Brendan Rogers much now in that because he's not Celtic. But even when he went to Leicester and he won the cup and that, Ed once said to me, Well, just give it time. Just give, give it time. That's what happens. His team's peak and then they just fall away into like, me mediocrity. Mm -hmm. I've never, I've never rated Mark. Never rated Hardy. I've never rated Jamie Vardy. I, I think he's I, because he kind of worked his way up for like non-league game, non-league football, and that. But I kind of respect him for that because mm. he's. But I, I more don't. I don't, known, uh, I, just, I don't like. I've never liked him. It's just yeah, I'm I kind of wee face that he would like to just slap a bit. I'm more interested now in his wife's court case with Colleen than uh, I am about him breaking into the first team. <laughs> no, I just, just he, he could play for Rangers. 
when you look at him, you can see when you look at him, you can see him with a rain, you can see him with a Ranger strip on. You get yeah. that kind of face you just want to slap about. Yeah, that toggery, that toggery about him. Um, toggery. <laughs> yeah. That's it for tonight. Uh, thanks to that. I know right for... here, but two years he's talking absolute yeah. garbage. Thanks for joining us tonight uh, on the live chat. Thanks to Bestie, Patrick. Who did we have? We had Bobby, Doctor Strange, Love, uh, John Wallace joined us. Choked the show there. Uh, there was a new subscriber who said, Mark. There's a couple of new names here tonight, Paul. Craig Brown. Craig Brown. Uh, I just hope you're not the Craig Brown and you're actually coming back to Celtic. Jeez. That was Jock Brown. That was his brother. Is that Jock? Well, Craig Brown was the Scotland manager, wasn't aye, he? Aye, aye. But didn't Mark, Jock Brown, Mark, when he was at Celtic, and I think we spoke about before, didn't he have this kind of football operations role at Celtic, didn't he? That was kind aye, of his role, he was like, it? He was like a kind of... I probably probably was like yeah. a kind of director of football or that. Director of football, kind of, that, that kind I mean, of... I, no, in fact, see, when you think back, Paul, it was probably mere, like a CEO role, a CEO role, because he, mm -hmm. uh, he was a lawyer, so he knew all about, like, contracts and that kind of, that, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? That's what he was, he was a... No, he was a kind of, he was a fancy lawyer, he was a QC, I think, I'm not sure about it, but I think he was more that kind of job that he looked after a lot of me like illegally contract side and kept Ferguson straight and narrow, but was it, him? it was, was it a lot of, general manager, that was his job title, Strangelove just said, he was a, that's what his job title was, general manager, but I kind of seemed to do a bit of everything. And, yeah, but I think that's kind of, because... Uh, you look back to those days, Mark, there was no director of football. No. So maybe that was kind of... No, that's back of... to the times, Paul, when a manager just ran everything. Yeah, maybe that's a similar role, Mark, that we could actually link to a director of football was, was Jack Brown's role. Probably was back at yeah. that time. I, it might have been that kind of thing, aye. You know? But, I mean, it was Jack Brown and Vim Janssen. Just, I don't think they ever got on for the day they no, met. no. I think that kind of later came out in his book, Mark, wasn't it, that himself and kind of Jack Plong didn't see ITI and, you know, like, that was one of the best days of ever being a Aye. Celtic supporter, Mark, was stopping them doing the 10, but last season, Mark, for me, that's... The icing in the cake. Yeah, it, it was, Mark, it was, it was a special, special well, title last season, like, I mean, it really was. It was there was a well, the Champions League spot, Paul. That was really that was really important that we got that. But I, just even even if it hadn't been for that, just, just getting the league title just back. Before we go, Mark, right? Before we go, and you know we don't like talking about the opposite sides on their team, right? But what has this done to the old form? No, that they haven't won the league. They they, they haven't got the automatic. Champions League spot now they still couldn't get there through the qualifiers but, but we've seen it Mark how tough it actually is in the qualifiers you know what I mean they're, they're giving new contracts now to Davis and McGregor, McGregor looks like he could be signing are they in financial trouble do you think Mark well, has a hit on no, no as long as our directors and that won't they put money in Paul mm -hmm. it's when that stop when, when that stops them and these directors can't afford to put any more money in that the trouble will start because as long as the directors are willing to pump money in. Does they? I mean, 
I can't see you. You're in the Europa I, League run. Right, they're going on about. No way they made a 30 odd, 40 odd million no. or going on about that. The max they made, but that's helped them. That's the max they've made. But that's definitely helped them. But I find it very hard that if the losers get 30 and the winners only get 20. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I find it very, very, very hard to, to believe that. But Do you know what I mean? if, when the directors either decide to stop putting money in or can't afford to keep putting money in, Paul, that's when the kind of the shit will hit the fan. But yeah. as long as they're keeping putting money in, they're just going to keep trudging along. But mm-hmm. I, mean, I was reading something earlier, something came up, I clicked on it, there's some player they're meant to be looking at, but he's rated at £5 million. But they said they'll need to wait till later on in the the transfer window to either qualify for the Champions League exactly. or, or, sell, or sell Barisic or something. Yeah. I mean, there's any way they're going to... I mean, I can't see them qualifying for the Champions well, League. But is 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 Kent in his last year? Uh, Morales Mark is in his last year, isn't he? I think so. No, I. So these are players, Mark. Maybe. Oh, it's like Julian. I mean, Kent. It's didn't he? It's didn't he? Kind of your like we are with Julian. It's your sticker twist. Yeah. You offer him a new contract, and if no, you need to sell him this summer. Yeah, I take Mark that. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be there. He's not been there since no. he fell out with his girlfriend. Yeah, and since since Gerard left, no, as well, he was kind of a uh, Gerard's kind of piss, wasn't he? Uh, Kent, you know what I mean? Because like Gerard kind of signed him from this Liverpool and kind of poked him up a bit. Then, like I said, he was a great talent for Liverpool. Like I, I think Mark, we're going to see a, a lot of a lot of departures come there at the end of the season, yeah. uh, at the end of the transfer window. Off. You know, yeah, I really do. People are saying with the likes of Kent in that there's not going to be any serious money coming in. No, Paul. there's not because money. Are, you I mean? You're, last year your contract, the player wants it, and you're desperate for money. Yeah, and there's a lot of players too, Mark. There, that we've said it, Mark. That Giovanni Van Broncos wants to play a certain way, Mark. And these these aren't his players. And we saw him struggle last season in the league, Mark. That a lot of these players aren't suited to the way. Uh, Giovanni Grancar's place. No, yeah. I mean I've yeah. said to you as well. But I've seen a lot of Rangers fans moaning about uh, having yeah, like, yeah. he doesn't push forward. He doesn't buy. But yeah. when Van Bronckhorst came Van in, Bronkers, it was me. Yeah. Van Bronckhorst wanted me to do a defender's job, and he can't. He, he can't do that. And he can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Can't do that, Denmark. Exactly. Uh, that's it for tonight, lads. Um, right, thanks to all of you again, and uh, Mark will close the show. <laughs> Hey, thanks very much, Paul. Everybody joined us in the live chat. Paul listed you all there and forgot Stubbsy. And he takes a huff if you don't mention him, Paul, as we know. But everybody joined us, thanks very much. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, remember, hit the like button. If you've not subscribed, please do it. And if you know how, leave a comment because it helps the algorithm on YouTube. And uh, once again, everybody helped with the laptop. I totally, really, really appreciate that. You've got any idea. Hail, hail. Good night and God bless. Tell us. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. <laughs> 